0: It is Tuesday, October 19th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, a man charged with raping a woman on a commuter train just outside of Philadelphia harassed her for more than 40 minutes while multiple people held up their phones to seemingly record the assault without intervening, authorities said. More than two dozen train stops passed as the man harassed, groped, and eventually raped the woman, the police chief for SEPTA said at a news conference on Monday. Police do not believe that a single witness on the train dialed 911. They are investigating whether some bystanders filmed the assault
0: Assault. um so she, she was raped while people were watching
2: so she was um he was, was harassing harassed, her heard, yeah. on the train and then when they got off at the stop when <sighs> when police went and eventually intervened he was on top of her
0: oh my god
3: yeah wow. awful we talked about you know uh, there have been a progression of stories over the years when we become this you know this through the camera through the phone sort of society I remember there's the, the the woman who is threatening suicide and the the other the the spectator was like kind of doing a up on the ledge, and she was like pointing the the camera and getting a selfie with the person. And it's like, you know, at a certain point, put yeah. down the damn thing and put and, and, and the, intercede.
0: Yeah, yeah and it, it's it's a weird situation. On do I insert myself I know. into this situation? I know. You're now, right. Yeah. If you have other people, if you've got support yeah. and you've got numbers, and and that's I guess kind of what you maybe. Have to take it upon yourself to look around and go, we should all do something about this. Maybe I can't do it by myself, but we should all get involved in this right now. No, you're you're right. Exactly. It's hard. We all hear the story, but we don't
4: know... What it was like? We we don't we weren't there, no. right? No, I, I mean, know. listen, I, I would call nine one one at the very least, absolutely. right? Because right? I mean, listen, listen the, you don't know if this dude a has a gun, right. has a rusty bloody knife, like you don't know, like and so you can't insert yourself into a situation like that necessarily without knowing all of the no. They're, the, the, they're, uh, yeah, for the there, for sure,
2: there are nuances. Minutes. There yeah. was yeah. a time within forty minutes. Forty minutes, could have right.
0: yeah, agreed. Yeah. 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 Somebody yeah. absolutely yeah. should have yeah. called or. The driver of the but you know, well, so make that's them aware. Who,
2: so so one of the employees is who eventually um had to call. Wow. So it wasn't even a bystander. And what you see on
3: a daily basis that makes you so uh, inoculated from responding to something like this. Mm. And I get it. You're right. There's nuances to this whole thing. But that duration of time for somebody, I I got to answer. At least call 911.
2: Both the man and woman got on the train at the same stop Wednesday night in North Philadelphia. Officers pulled the man off of the woman at the last stop. They responded within three minutes of a 911 call from a transportation authority. Employee authority said, what we want is everyone to be angry, disgusted, and to be resolute about making the system safe to, Safer," said Septa Police Chief Thomas Nestle uh, at a news at the news conference. Authorities want to make sure that the lack of action on board the train isn't repeated. Officials are reminding passengers to use the emergency contact buttons located on each Septa car to contact authorities when they see criminal activity. Arrest records show that 35-year-old Fishin Nagoy was charged with rape and related offenses. The people who recognize, uh, I'm sorry, the people who recorded the attack and failed to intervene could possibly be charged. Hmm. A New York man was ambushed by federal investigators in his hotel room in North Carolina after the feds mistook him for late travel blogger Gabby Petito's fiance, Brian Laundry. the New Yorker, reported Monday. Severin Beckwith of Ithaca, New York, had been hiking the Appalachian Trail with his girlfriend since late September when the couple decided to take a break from the woods uh, and stay at the lodge at Fontana Village Resort in Fontana Dam in western North Carolina. The couple settled into their hotel room for a midday, midday nap when they were awoken by knocking before the door was burst open open, according to the New Yorker report. Next thing, I see a bunch of guys with riot shields with U.S. marshals written on them. Beckwith said, handguns pointed at my face. He added that he was still in his underwear when they handcuffed him and took him into the hallway. Beckwith recalled a moment when he asked an employee at the Fontana Lake Marina to use a phone to call for a shuttle to take them to a retreat two miles off of the trail. The marshal showed Beckwith a photo that the employee had taken of him on the phone side by side with a photo of laundry. They had a little side by side, Beckwith said. It was Brian and then me on the phone calling for the shuttle. Petito had been traveling in a converted van with laundry and was reported missing by her family on September 11th. Laundry report a uh, return to Northport, Florida, without Petito on September 1st. He w- is named the main person of interest in the case, and he was reported missing by his family in mid-September. He remains missing. So, what
3: do you think, President? You think you said so you initially suggested early on that he he might off himself?
0: Yeah, that seemed like a pretty easy right. scenario. You know, somebody had realized that there there's no way. That they're going to get out of this, right? I I find it hard to believe they're still on the run. And he was I know in they,
2: You know, but, with, but if he did, because I thought that too. That if, yeah. if he that he killed himself, but if they did, wouldn't they have found him?
0: Maybe, well, Yeah, unless he wandered off into the Everglades exactly. somewhere and, and is in him? a swamp or I, I don't know. Uh, but it's interesting this whole you know mistaking this guy, and I've actually got it in the bizarre file. And there's kind of a funny twist at the end of it that I'll reveal in that reporting of it. Yeah. Uh, but I was at the John Mulaney show, and there was a guy down front, and and John just goes. Are you buying laundry? Because uh, he had God. the bald hair yeah, 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 and, and, yeah. The, and the beard. And he's like, wouldn't it be great if I actually found him?
5: Like, if, the, if that was actually him.
0: So he's got kind of a, a standard, you <sighs> yeah. know, dude look yeah, about him. Yeah, he does, yeah. And um, this guy,
2: I mean, if you look at the side-by-side, the guy looks yeah, like him. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know what's funny is, uh, I don't know if this would be a topic or not, but uh, we were in uh, Sweden... Uh, taking a family trip, and we were at a Burger King of all places. Of course, in this very small Swedish. town in, in Narvik, yeah. I think, is where we were. And anyway, a guy, a Swedish guy, comes up to Parker, and he holds up a, ph- a phone. And he goes, "Is this you?" <laughs> it was a missing person. No, oh my oh god. god, they were wow. looking for a missing Swedish, and it looked exactly like my son. We were cracking up. We were like, "Oh my god." We came all the way to Sweden. W- wouldn't it be wild if you if you said, "Hey, hey, Parker, isn't that
3: crazy?" And he turned to you and said, "Dad, I have something to tell you."
5: <laughs> <laughs> what? But,
0: but it was. We looked at the picture. We're like, "Oh, yeah. uh, No wonder wow. you came over and said something because he was almost identical. Think about that
3: though—that somebody has in in a out in a, a Burger King in Sweden goes, yeah. "Oh my God, yeah, that's the missing person." Yeah, so. Maybe
2: you know what? That's good that they were looking out. Yeah. Agreed.
0: That's what I thought so too. That they at least. You know they're taking these tips seriously, and uh, and they went after, and you know nobody, no harm, no foul. Pikes scared the living hell out of these guys, but. You know they 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 have now cleared that, and you they know. should play spotters at every Burger King. Right, uh. <laughs> right, yeah.
2: So this wasn't laundry. They are still looking for him. Uh, a, Brinks mon- a Brinks money truck driver turned the tables on a would-be robber on Monday afternoon in Philadelphia. It happened at 4:30 along the 1900 block of North Fifth Street. Officials say a male suspect attempted to rob the armored truck uh, truck driver at gunpoint. As the suspect announced the robber- robbery, the Brinks driver pulled out a gun and opened fire. Oof. It's unclear if the suspect was shot. But police say that he dropped everything, dropped his gun, and took off empty handed. No injuries were reported to the driver. In sports this morning. The Flyers beat the Seattle Kraken last night in South Philly, winning 6-1. to one. Six different Flyers scored on their way to the win as Claude Drew, Travis Konechny, and Derek Broussard. All scored in the first period to give the team an early lead. Carter Hart saved 23 out of 24 shot attempts that he faced. The Flyers are home again tomorrow night to take on the Boston Bruins at 7:30. In Monday Night Football, the Titans beat the Buffalo Bills in Tennessee. Derrick Henry scored his third touchdown with just over three minutes remaining, and the Titans stopped Josh Allen on a fourth down quarterback sneak in the final seconds to beat the Bills 34 to 31, ending Buffalo's four-game winning streak.
3: Kathy, can I just jump in quickly? This pertains to that Flyers story. They did it!
2: <laughs> and in the baseball playoffs, the Boston Red Sox hit their third Grand Slam in two games and easily beat the Houston Astros 12-3 in Game 3 last night at Fenway. The Red Sox need two more wins to advance to the World Series for the fifth time since 2004. Games 4 and 5 are at Fenway Park tonight and tomorrow. And that's what I have for you this morning.
0: Thank you, Kathy. We're ready for a rip-roaring show this morning on the President Steve program. We got in our little show huddle ahead of time and, and uh, got ourselves psyched up. I have audio I was recording. Recording this earlier.
5: That's
0: how we get ready for a show yes. each morning. So. by the way, I noticed you dry cleaned your lawn cloth. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, 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 I thought it would be nice. Yeah. It was kinda of getting a little stinky, you know. Ready? So uh we are happy to be on board and we do have some money to be given away. MMR's money clips uh start at eight AM. This is our final week of it for this run. Don't miss your opportunities because $500 could be in your pocket a little bit later on today and several chances at that. Uh, speaking of money, we have a $500 uh, Word of the Week prize. Ashley Home Stores is uh, promoting that, and they are a supporter of the presidency Camp Out for Hunger. Now, less than two weeks away, we're doing the countdown, friends. Oh, yeah, we are. November 1st this year. It's a new one. I want to remind you of that and uh, just make sure that you are on board. Oh, and if you missed the announcement yesterday, which was a little bit later in the show... And you're normally an early tuner-inner, and you tuner-outer <laughs> before I mentioned this yesterday. Uh, we are now streaming the show on YouTube. So yeah. if you want a peek into the studio live as we're doing what we do, you can have it on YouTube. If you've seen the Daily Rush videos, it's like that, only it's not edited. It's the whole thing. It's We have the cameras. They switch all around the uh, the studio here. Uh, Nick Murphy and company handle all of that. So uh, we are now available for your consumption in that manner as well.
3: You'll see it raw. You'll see it without our beautifying apps, our filter. Filters that we use in okay. the Daily
0: Rush videos that make yeah. us look so attractive. We haven't figured that out yeah, yet, yeah. but we're working on it. And it's sponsored by Newman University. You can come discover the new you. And uh, they are, uh, Newman's awesome. They've helped us out at the Camp Out for Hunger with their students and uh, doing uh, video production and so on. And they uh, uh, they helped us out with the equipment and everything. So They're awesome. It's fantastic. So we're set to go. Oh, and also today is a Tuesday, so uh, Tattoos Day is taking place and if you are interested in some Preston and Steve Inc you need to only text the word tattoo to 39333 and you just might win a $350 gift certificate to Floating World Piercing and Tattoo they are located at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia so we will give that away by the end of the program let's take a break and come back with all the entertainment stories and stupid question you know the deal, we'll be right back
6: get social with Preston and Steve Find us on Instagram, Twitter,
7: Facebook, and TikTok. WMMR. We're not just in your car anymore. Ask Alexa to open MMR.
8: And we'll come streaming
7: right into your house. And we promise, we're not listening to you doing stuff that
6: often. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve
0: Show podcast. So we're going to give away a pair of tickets for Pops Rocks ABBA, Mamma Mia and more, which is Wednesday, November 17th at the Kimmel Center. And the question that I have for you is this one. What is the name of the Philadelphia-based social club where Lewis Winthorpe was accused of stealing from? 215263 mm-hmm. 263 wmmr Just randomly thought of this this morning. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What is the name of the Philadelphia-based social club? Where Louis Winthorpe was accused of stealing from. Call if you know the answer. I'll go through birthdays. We have a lot of them on Tuesday, October 19th, to mention. We'll start with John Favreau. Oh. Outstanding as an actor and a director. Oh, and a producer. Yeah. So we would not have Marvel the way we have it now
3: without John Favreau. I mean, he got it rolling with Kevin Feige and the whole group
0: over there. And uh, man,
3: he's he's been essential.
0: Yesterday and the day before, um, they've been running oh, a ton of mar- of, uh, of Marvel movies. So yeah. I watched both yesterday and today a good chunk of uh, Infinity War and End Game. And uh, it's just, I've fallen back in love with it. You know, you take a break and then you come back and it's just fantastic. Do you
3: know what I think he delivers kind of a really fun, funny um, performance uh, in that character is in Iron Man 3. Yeah. You know, he is, uh, he's really good. But yeah, he is the guy who got, if he hadn't made the original Iron Man work, if it had not been the success that it was, with his input, mm-hmm. it would have been harder to get those other movies made.
4: I wonder whose decision it was when uh, in Iron Man three in the beginning, it's a flashback to yeah, yeah. something like mid nineties, but he's essentially dressed like Jules from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder whose artistic uh, probably his decision yeah, that yeah, was.
0: Yeah. But he's been behind so many great things. And a movie if you've never seen Chef is fantastic. That he's oh great. my god, I love he's fifty five. Uh, Evander Holyfield, the great boxer. He could beat up the ah, world. No, right? no, that was Marvin Hagler. Marvin Hagler, yeah. Mar- Mar- yeah. Mar- yeah. He scared Casey when he was a kid.
4: But thank God, Sugar Ray Leonard beat him up, and I was like, okay, okay. somebody can beat. There
0: is hope. <laughs> All right, Evander Hollerfield is fifty nine today. <clears throat> yes, he is. Uh, I actually have some mail coming up later on, oh, so good. we'll hang on to those. Oh, thank uh, you. Michael Gambone. Ah, Dumbledore in a good portion of the Harry Potter uh, films: Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire, Order of Phoenix, and so on. He is eighty-one years old. Richard today. Harris just did the two then first cast, two. Yeah, then yeah, he passed away, right? And yeah. so
9: Michael Gambon came in, and you figured oh, this guy's going to replace Richard Harris. How's he going to be any good? You know, and, yeah. And then he was he was great. He was he phenomenal as Dumbledore. Yeah. Joey Pants had auditioned for the role. Yeah, yeah you know that.
0: Uh, Chris Kattan has a birthday today. Uh, we've talked about him many times, and we always talk about how bad he smelled when uh, he was here in the studio. Oh, my God. It was awful. Yeah. We later found out. No, it and has... was Andy Dick. No. no Chris, Chris, Kattan Kattan well. Chris Kattan was also sweaty also and smelled... stinky, too. Oh, really? Andy yeah. Dick
2: just put his armpit on my shoulder, and I literally smelled it for, like, the rest of the day. It was <laughs> I was gagging. Well,
3: Chris that we, we have since heard, had <clears throat> really bad spinal yeah, yeah, injury. Uh, I guess doing some of the characters he was doing on SNL and really injured himself. So that's what caused his dependency. And I think
2: Marissa almost had a heart attack when he left because he was <clears throat> eating a bagel and oh, he was no. like picking it apart. Like, like yeah, there were crumbs there, all over. It the was place. It, what, crumbs is not. That's an understatement. The entire bagel was like torn apart all over mm-hmm. the counter.
0: <laughs> He's fifty-one today. Uh, Ty Pennington, the TV host, is uh, fifty-seven. Of course, the home <laughs> improvement guy. <laughs> And that is him,
5: actually. Uh-huh. That From, show was
3: so popular.
5: Yeah. Extreme makeover, right? Yeah, yeah. Home edition. Home edition. Home edition. Don't, it,
3: let people forget it used to be
0: cosmetic surgery,
3: it started right?
5: Started
0: off as people. Yeah. And then they moved on to the to the <laughs> houses and it got much more popular. Well, oh god,
4: it was huge. It was great until they just straight up and started knocking the houses down and building a brand right. new house. Like right. then
0: it's like if this isn't you just I, building a new house. Like. I I loved the manufactured nature of some of the moments where they oh made, and we were there, and we were we were running out of time, and then. The whole neighborhood dun, showed dun, up. Dun, and dun, yeah. They come, they come yeah, in, yeah. like, you know, all yeah. walking in, in. And then
4: the Denver Broncos yeah. showed up. Yeah, it's exactly. like, hey, Ty,
0: we know this family
3: has gone through some hard times, and that's we the Dallas Cowboys are happy to help you build this quantity
2: I was on set for one of them uh, locally. I think it was northeast Philly, I want to say. Um, and they were set to have the Sixers come out and um, help with the yeah, building yeah. Of, of one of the rooms. The up? kid was a basketball fan. I remember the kid's room. It ended up being really cool. Yeah. It was a basketball room, um, but it was supposed to be Chris Webber and Allen Iverson. And like at the last minute, Iverson was like, "I'm not coming." And, <laughs> but but Webber came and he did the whole thing, and he he was awesome. He they real he like saved the day because he came in and and filmed it and helped you know set up the room and everything. Hey, kid,
0: this is Allen Iverson. You an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Ty is fifty seven today. Uh, we recently had him on the show, and he was phenomenal. John Lithgow, yeah, the outstanding actor from so many great movies. Uh, and TV shows as well. Third Rock from the Sun. Let us not forget that was a huge great hit. sitcom. Yeah, uh, he is 76 today, but all kinds of great stuff. We we talked about uh, the world according to Garp. We talked about you know Footloose. He was Lord Farquad. We we didn't even get around to a lot of stuff. I was thrilled when I brought up Buckaroo Bonds. He, he got it. really excited. Yeah, yeah. He's 76 today. Uh, Peter Max, the pop artist. We've had him in the studio. Vibrant colors, really cool. He is 84 today. We did.
3: Uh, yeah. He was. He had. He had. A, he was. Uh, he had a, a, an art presentation at the uh, the gallery in the King of Pressure. Uh, not King of Pressure. Uh, the um, uh, yeah, King of Prussia It Ball. was King of Prussia.
0: Ball. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Trey Parker of South Park fame, of course, co-creator <laughs> is fifty-two today. Is that uh, from Team World? Yeah. Uh, or, or World Place? Team America, World Place. Uh, you also have the great. Patrick Simmons of the Doobie Brothers, singer guitarist. He's the guy, the vocalist on Blackwater. Great. Uh, outstanding finger picking guitarist yep. as well. The guy with the really, really long hair. Uh, and, you know, he does t- most of the, the the backup vocals as well you know as what? they all do. the one I love. Play Blackwater if we have it. Yeah, that's the one that he. Yeah. That's that's why I wrote Blackwater on here. I didn't show it to Casey. I though, I ain't
4: see that. My
0: fault. But Blackwater is is the one where he is. He's the main so vocalist nice. in the song, but it's it's a classic. It's yeah, one of the yeah. Time great songs. I believe uh, he wrote it. Not a hundred percent sure, but he had his hand in a lot of the uh, compositions from. Tell me, not a great song. Oh man, tell me. This is one of those. Drive around for a yeah, while till the oh, song's yeah. over while you listen to he's it. Ready. So he is 73 today. Uh, another person who's been in our studio here, actually the last two birthdays have been here in our studio, Jason Reitman, the director, yes, uh, is celebrating his 44th birthday. And uh, his dad, a famous director as well, but he's yeah. he's definitely proven his own. Juno, uh, Up in the Air, thank you for smoking, just a few of those. And the new Ghostbusters movie. Yes, yeah. 44. And then the last birthday, a gal that I fell in love with while she was here, Rebecca Ferguson, uh. the English actress. Uh, she was in one of the Mission Impossible movies. Ghost Protocol? Uh, she's uh, she in, was in both. She's been in several movies. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. She, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, she is uh, 38, uh, so a happy birthday to her. They, they've sort of positioned her as a quasi-love
3: interest for, uh, for Tom, Tom Cruise's character, but yeah. then they backed off that.
9: Well, okay. his wife was still alive in the yeah. last one, but yeah. present. Uh, she's in Dune. Oh, oh who yeah. is she playing? Lady
0: Jessica? Oh, my God. Yeah. She's the mom. That's, uh, that's um, uh, Paul's mom. Okay. Oh, awesome. It's May- a and good and picture of you guys, Chris. Friday yeah. it comes out. Yeah, yes, uh, it's very HBO cool. It's X, awesome. Excellent. So I'm looking forward to seeing her. She was also in the uh, the Shining sequel. Um, uh, Dr. Sleep. Sleep. Yeah, so uh, happy 38th to her. Everybody's celebrating birthdays today. Let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. What is the name of the Philadelphia-based social club where Louis Winthorpe was accused of stealing from? And we will go to Philip for the answer. Hey, Philip. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, <laughs> it, sir. All right, what is the name of the social club, please? The The Heritage Club. The Heritage oh, Club. Winthorpe. Yes. Old oh, Winthorpe. Uh, you got it. Hang on, Philip. We are going to set you up, my friend. And remember, they would sing at the uh, Heritage Club. Say
5: the pie. Say the
0: pie. pie,
4: my friend. What is that pie all about? I don't
0: know. Okay. Oh,
4: be- you know why? Why? We switched <laughs> it up uh, because Zayda ate a pie. Oh. The elms, we sing to the elms. Okay, that's bad, bad. editing. <laughs> no, well, no, it's just starting. That wasn't editing. That was, uh, it just had a hiccup there. Okay. Anyway.
0: Anyhow, uh, so we are going to set. Can we get that time back, Preston? We're going to set Philip up with uh, some tickets to Pops Rocks ABBA, Mamma Mia, and more. It's Wednesday, November 17th, Kimmel Center, and you can hear the pop signature sound on the hits of one of the greatest selling bands of all time, ABBA. And you can get tickets at phillypops.org slash WMMR. Marissa will be introducing the show that night. And by the way, Marissa wants me to point out a fun fact. That the bar at the Westin at 17th and Chestnut is called Winthorpe and Valentine. Oh, oh okay. So Valentine was uh, Billy Ray's character. Billy Ray, yeah, Billy Ray yeah. Valentine. So. That's cool. That, I like that. That That's, is a fun fact. That is a nice little one there. Fun fact. All right. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. is set to stand trial for, on February 1st for allegedly groping three women in separate incidents. Incidents, uh, And uh, Justice Curtis Farber ruled Monday that uh, he actually Gooding had appeared at Manhattan Supreme Court wearing sunglasses, a dark gray suit, and a black mask. Uh, the case, uh, the justice said, has been on my calendar for two years, going on three. This is a firm trial date, and it has to go. Now, his lawyer, uh, Peter Beckus, uh, had uh, pushed the delay, pushed to delay the t- trial until 2022, um, and uh, apparently he said, upon the judge's ruling, he said, "I'll make it work," because the judge was like, "This is uh-uh. it, we're, yeah, we're not, we're not messing around." We're anymore. rolling now. It seems like it's been going on forever. Yeah, Cuba did not speak during the hearing. He is charged with six misdemeanor counts of sexual abuse and forcible touching. He was first arrested in June 2019 after allegedly squeezing a woman's breast. At the Moxie Hotel in New York City, he was also charged with pinching uh, server Natasha Ashworth's butt in 2018 and subducting a woman to sexual contact without consent at another place on the Upper East Side. He pleaded not guilty to three separate incidents. If convicted, he faces up to a year behind bars. Yeah, I, uh,
3: I I can't see him doing that. They'd probably give him, uh, you know, something less, much less. But uh, yeah, it's interesting that it's it's still going
0: on. We will see. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Marvel fans will have to wait. Disney has delayed several releases, including Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Son that of a bitch goes from March 25th to May 6th. So that's not it, too. It's bad. not that bad. Yeah. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder from May 6th to July 8th. Eh, and Black Panther, Wakanda Forever from July 8th to November 11th. So some of these are getting pushed back a little bit.
3: Well, you know what some of them indicate, too, that they're they're actually uh, trying to make this summer blockbuster season coming up be a blockbuster.
0: Uh, with the Black Panther sequel, jumping to November, The Marvels has been postponed to early 2023. And Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania... Was bumped February seventeenth to July twenty eighth, twenty twenty three, and the fifth Indiana Jones will open on June thirtieth instead of July twenty ninth. But that'll be June thirtieth, twenty twenty three. Wow! Jeez. What's your I'm level? Pushing that
5: back a year. Yeah,
0: I know. What's your level of
3: excitement for this Indiana Jones movie?
0: I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. If, if if I hear it's good, I'll be excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not going. Wow! Can't wait till that comes. Right. Out. You know. But if it turns He's out to 100. Be great, if it turns out to be great, I'll be really happy about it, you know, but I won't get a rush right out and see it. But we'll see. But they're pushing that back a whole year, man. I know. Harrison's not getting any younger. Oh, no, my. on. he do the, the, the press for it? Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt is releasing his first champagne hmm. without Angelina Jolie as part of the Chateau Maraval Partnership. Uh, Bubbles she's, in your nose. Uh, what's that? Bubbles in your nose. Bubbles in your nose. Sparkling water. Uh, she's Freedom. Freedom. Th- she sold off her partnership to uh, Tenute Delmon. Who's that? I don't know. Or what um, is that? Unveiled in 2020, Fleur de Merval is a rosé champagne. Uh, this one is dubbed ER2 or exclusive rosé 20. Uh, it will cost $400. Oh, come
2: oh, on.
0: You're a champagne <laughs> aficionado, aren't you, I Cassie? love champagne, yeah. yeah. Uh, Pitt told uh, People Magazine it's well worth it. Yeah. Uh, he said with ER2, we push the limits even further. We created new extremes for quality. Expand your mind. Yeah. Think outside the box.
2: 400 bucks! exactly. (laughs) Listen, I've had a... I think it's probably about a $200 bottle of champagne sitting in my house, but I... I haven't opened it. I have no one to drink it with. It's got to like,
0: be insanely important.
2: Well, that's, but does it? Like, what What am I right. waiting for? It's no. sitting there. Like, I want to taste it. It
3: doesn't. Just, <laughs> Just enjoy it. And drink yeah, it. I, I mean, in I'm fact, f- drink it on the way to work. I'll but I enough.
2: need somebody to drink it with because be I'm, not, well, cause <laughs> I'm not, well, because I'm not going to be able to drink the whole bottle myself. The, oh, by yeah, the end are. of the bottle, well, I know, but by the end of the bottle, you're not enjoying it at that point. <laughs> so I'd rather have the company. No, I'd rather have the company of somebody. I to, understand. Well,
0: yes, it's something that is supposed to be sort of social. To quote the, uh, the movie Sideways, and I forgot what his prized bottle was. It was a 61-something-the-other. Yeah. And she goes, the day you open that, that's the special occasion. Yeah. Right. So make that, make it that occasion. Right, right. Oh, Say, so, okay. all right, everybody, we're going to open it up. Come it's on It's like
3: over. Martini and Rossi on the rocks. Mm. Say yes. Or exactly. Rianiti on ice. <laughs> so, so nice. nice. Hey, yeah.
6: Kath, how long for does...
0: For There's probably oh, that <laughs> phrase
5: that I can't oh, remember. Bonte. Oh,
0: Bonti. Oh, everybody, oh, Bonti.
4: <laughs> Kathy, hang on. Uh, how long does a, once you open a bottle of champagne, how long is it good for
2: Oh, see, like something like that. I, Depends I would... on
4: how big the straw
2: is. No, I think. 30
4: cause... seconds.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, you need Ow. to finish it that night. I mean, some people yeah. will will recork it and there's ways to like suck the air out and all of that stuff. I haven't had much luck with that, you know, maybe the next day. But something like that, like a nice bottle like that, no. you're not going to let that sit. I know
0: that with wine, air is the enemy. And I assume that's probably it too with champagne. I don't know. You want to, you want to, you know. Isn't
4: air the friend too? Well, because when, you, when you're
0: drinking it, you, you, let's you, call uh, it frenemies. You want to you want to aerate it, aerate it, yeah, uh, to so get the flavors to expand. First of all, I got my wife a
3: uh, a cork uh, a recorking device. It remove it, right. it. It puts a little needle through the cork, yep. And then when you take it out, it reseals it, right? Yep. So you can can have one glass and without. Save it. You open up a bottle. Sometimes you're going to compromise it. Well, right? and right. some
2: of those really nice champagnes, they'll come in like a I forget what they call it, but like a, like a half bottle, so right. you can uh. just open that, you know, and not have to yeah, waste the whole that, bottle. Yep.
0: Oh Bonte. Oh Bonte. Hey, uh, uh Succession star, Sarah Snook. Snook. Uh told Vogue Australia that she married comedian Dave Lawson in a private ceremony earlier this year. I don't watch Succession. I don't really know. She's
9: the female lead, she's okay. the, the oldest daughter or the the daughter in the family who might take over. Okay. Wait, uh, and
2: it's only been 3 seasons? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I they, thought it was I thought it was way more than that. Well,
0: that's cuz it started a long time ago. Uh, She explained to the the publication of her now husband at the beginning of the pandemic last year, I got locked down in Melbourne with one of my best mates and we fell in love. Uh We've been friends since 2014, lived together, traveled together, always excited to see each other, but totally platonic and we've just never been single at the same time. I proposed and we got married in my backyard, she says. So that's how it worked out. Longtime ESPN college basketball announcer Dick Vitale announced that he has been diagnosed with another form of cancer after previously having multiple surgeries for melanoma during the summer. Uh, He revealed Monday that uh, tests over the past three weeks have confirmed a diagnosis of lymphoma, which appears unrelated to his earlier cancer. All right. However, he said his prognosis is good and that he will continue to work around his upcoming chemotherapy schedule. He seems pretty... You know, energetic and spry for his age. He met, he made a statement that said, with all that said, I consider myself very lucky. He said, I've seen firsthand the devastation that cancer can have on families, on children, and all of our loved ones. I can bring you to your, it can bring you to your knees. It's physically and emotionally exhausting. It robs you of so many things, including life itself. Yes. Uh, for some of the most unfortunate patients. I never lose sight of that, and that's why I feel so lucky. Uh, he's 82 years old, credited early detection and screening for helping him to manage his cancer. So, Get, Sage advice. Get
9: tested, He just, uh, just tweeted out a couple hours ago. He's heading to the hospital right now. He's getting some chemo today, uh, and he's going to continue the fight. So he says he's going to stay on top of the basketball world and send out various opinions. So he's not going to stop doing
0: what Good. he does. We wish him well. Um, so the cause of death of Eric Cowie, who is a zookeeper on uh, Tiger King. He was oh. a guy with the long hair, missing teeth, sunglasses. Yeah. The, the guy that I think we all said we really liked. Yeah. He seemed like he was the one who was most in it. For the animals yeah. and taking care of the animals, so uh, it's been revealed one month after his die after he died, the cause of death and this is terrible. He died from acute and chronic alcohol use mm. in Brooklyn, New York. This is a horrible way to go. Uh, his manner of death has been determined as natural. Uh, Cowie was found unconscious on the morning of September third at an apartment in the East Flatbush neighborhood. He was mm. pronounced dead at the scene. Sad. Prior to his death, uh, Cowie worked alongside Joe Exotic, of course, as one of the zookeepers in the ill fated GW Exotic Animal Memorial Park in Winwood, Oklahoma.
3: We haven't heard from Joe Exotic in a while. It's been a bit. He's trying to get a, 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 a Joe Biden presidential party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tried it with Trump, it didn't work. Biden, no. he's working. No so,
0: one seems to take his calls over there at the White House. Best. Won't hmm. someone see? <laughs> The tragedy of, yeah, all of this. Maybe Boris Johnson can stand it. Hey, uh, production of America's Got Talent Extreme has been paused after escape artist Jonathan Goodwin was injured last week while practicing for a segment of the show. This is some, some chilling footage. A spokesperson said, in order to focus on the well-being of our crew, we will be temporarily pausing production on America's Got Talent Extreme and will resume... The last few days of filming at a later date, a spokesperson had previously said during rehearsal Goodwin was injured while performing his act. He was responsive and was immediately taken to the hospital where he is continuing to receive medical care. care. Our thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family as we await further updates on his condition. A video obtained by TMZ shows Goodwin uh, hanging from a cable and in a straight jacket between two suspended cars when the cars are released instead of falling beneath them. Goodman got caught between them oh, in a fiery blast. Yeah, I,
3: I think this is the footage here. This is, uh, yeah, here we go. And uh, he's he, he right in the
4: middle. Oh, he got crushed by them? Yeah, he got
3: crushed by them. Oh, so is this, a,
9: this is a different show? This
0: America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent Extreme. Is yeah, a di- is a different show. Yes, gotcha. Uh, oh, I, that I didn't know. Yeah, so that's that's the title. America's Got Talent Extreme. Okay, uh, so
3: maybe yeah. too extreme. A
0: little bit on the extreme side. The extreme uh, part is that they kill the contestants. Can be dangerous. So uh, yeah, we'll see what his condition. Jeez. Is. Oh, man, it
3: couldn't have gone any worse if you look at the footage.
0: Emma Watson hit her first red carpet since 2019 hanging with the Royals and Ed Sheeran at the Earthshot Prize Awards in London. Uh, She was one of five celeb presenters honoring the work of people dedicated to fighting climate change. On Sunday, Watson also posted to Instagram for the first time since June of 2020. Wow. uh, The post promotes the upcoming 2021 United Nations Climate Change Conference, also known as COP26. Uh, So she had been away from uh, social media for quite a while. I mean, she's
3: clearly set many lifetimes over as far as... Money, right? With the Harry Potter series?
0: I would assume so. I would assume, and she's a smart girl. I'm sure yeah. she has been smart with her money, too. And I'm so. a sucker for her Beauty and the Beast uh, version, yeah. too. Yeah, she's great. I, I, I love a lot about her. She's a talented gal. Uh, so this is interesting. A, uh, a fact was revealed by Jason Sudeikis on the Drew Barrymore show, which hit hard to the talk show host as well as the viewers. Uh, Jason appeared on the show as a guest where he uh, talked to Drew via video call. Uh, The two took a trip down memory lane of doing a rom-com together in 2010 called Going the Distance. When Drew asked Jason as to why he got into acting, he said, For me, I think a big part of when you have a family member, you know, you come from a family of actors. And he casually dropped an unknown fact that stunned everybody. He said, You know, I was fortunate to grow up with my uncle being George Went, who played Norm what? on Cheers. No hey, guys. Isn't that why? Yeah. I had no idea. What? Uh, and this revelation left Drew with her mouth wide open. Jason didn't give her the time to digest the news as he was lost in his own thoughts, talking about his drive to become an actor. And it was only after a few minutes she got the opportunity to address it. She never knew the fact that Jason was related to Cheers' Norms and also that she had always felt a connection to the character of Norm, to the point where she even calls herself Norm by name. It was meant to be. Uh, first of all, she said, "I did not realize your uncle was George Wendt." Do you understand, Jason, that I always call myself Norm from Cheers? Uh, that made Jason chuckle, and when he asked why, she said, "Because I've always been at the end of the bar drinking that beer, hanging out. I'm Norm." I'm just always around, and I consider myself a fixture, and I think Norm is the most positive, happy fixture. I think
3: he also revealed in that interview, Preston, that Jason is not his first name. It's his middle name. I didn't see that part. Yeah, yeah, Really? Yeah. Any idea what his first name is? I think it's Obonte. (laughs) Obonte. (laughs) (laughs) No, I... um, Daniel, there we go.
0: It's up okay. on the screen there. Daniel Jason Sudeikis. Yeah.
3: Okay. Ah. And is he hosting SNL this weekend? Yeah. That's cool. Stop and think about when uh, uh, Olivia Wilde, when they split. Olivia Wilde's career was, uh, you know, starting to take off and it directed a few things. Yeah, Book Smart was uh, huge for her. And right. And so uh, here we go. But he's on top of the world now. Uh-huh. You know?
0: All right. This story is for Casey Boy. All right. Mel Brooks is finally getting to tell more of no. his history. The no filmmaker, <laughs> 95 years old now, has been tapped to write and co-executive produce a sequel to the series of his 1981 film, History of the World, Part 1.
3: Wow. It's pretty wild. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope I... Listen, so Case. Yeah. You're a big fan. fan. I'm a huge fan, and, right? And, and, and you've and always I... bemoaned the fact that they didn't follow through with it with a second
4: part. Well, so yeah, um, and it was like, well, they, you it know, ends they, they with a fake trailer. Ends with a fake trailer. Jews For in space.
0: Uh, Hitler, Hitler on ice. On ice yeah, right. It was a Viking the funeral. Yes. Yep. You know what they and need to do? It, need... Was, it was a parody. Uh, sure. But I, as a kid, thought, oh, they're going to make another one. Right. And years went by and we're like, oh, mm-hmm. it was just a joke. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
4: So my brother got this for me for Christmas when I was a freshman in college. I had never seen it before.
5: And it,
4: I mean, it was an instant classic for me. And I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know it was like almost like a, a not a variety show, but on my pecking
3: order, I put it. Down, you know, oh, know is a, a, a lower on the list. Still enjoyed it, right? right. So, but what I think Mel needs to do is to bring in some of um, his Mel acolytes or, or people who have yeah. ra- were raised on Mel to help with the script writing, you know, so that it's not, um,
0: you know, to get it to the level that it, it needs
3: to be at,
4: right?
0: I loved it. I th- I loved it when it was out in the theaters. Uh, the show, billed as a variety series, oh. has received an eight-episode order what? from Hulu. With Nick Kroll, Wanda Sykes, there you go. Ike Barinholtz, David Stazen, and Kevin Salter, uh, slated to executive produce, and right alongside Brooks. So what I think they're going to do, Casey, is each episode will be a time period. Right. I right, think right,
3: right, that's right. great. All right, yeah. that's the way to do it. And the people they have involved
4: so far, that sounds very good. So mm-hmm. from the original, like, all those people are dead, right? Like, uh... Not all. Well... Except for Mel. Mel Brooks is Madeline there. Madeline Kahn
3: is dead. Um... Gregory Hines. Dom DeLuise is dead. Gregory Hines is dead. Dead!
0: Yeah. <sighs> uh, so, uh, History of the World, uh, part one, is considered to be amongst Brooks' most classic works, alongside Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, and Spaceballs. And like Frankenstein, the first History of the World featured Madeline Kahn, along with Gregory Hines, Dom DeLuise, and Cloris Leachman. Yeah, they're all gone. Dead. Uh, it's the curse of the movie, press. Huh? Uh, <laughs> casting for the new Hulu series has yet to be announced.
3: Do you Um, know that the entire cast of the original King Kong, dead? My goodness. So there must have been something on that set that was bad for them.
0: Mel said, I can't (laughs) wait to once more tell the real truth about all the phony baloney (laughs) stories that the world has been conned into believing are history. Uh, So he's excited to be a part of this. That's great.
3: All right. What do you think is the, the, the best Mel Brooks movie?
0: Um, well, you know, from time to time it changes, because I, not long ago, I watched Young Frankenstein, it was about a year or two ago, and I just re-fell in love with that all over again. Blazing Saddles was the most outrageous, oh my god, over the top, hilarious, completely inappropriate. Um, but I think that would be considered like his big, uh, explosive movie.
3: I I agree with what you're saying. But the I guess the one that I liked the least was probably the one the Drac- Dracula Dead and Loving It. I never even saw it. Yeah. yeah, and not good. Yeah, at some balls. point, like you know the the twelve chairs and yeah, those were early. Those were that was his, with Dom DeLuise. I liked that movie, Did but have, it's I not, not that like a, was
0: okay. But it's not a classic style Mel Brooks. silent movie. Eh. High anxiety, pretty good. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah, But he, he had some missteps, but but they still, right. you know, they, they did work. great at the box office. People oh, yeah. didn't see him because it was funny. You know, it was all funny stuff. So, uh, But anyhow, uh, that we have to look forward to. Time frame, right. have no idea. So we'll have to wait and see when that happens. All right, the first actor to join the cast of John Wick prequel, the John Wick prequel, is Mel Gibson. Huh. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Two Mel stories in a row. Yep. Uh, Mel will, uh, wait, what was the other Mel story? Mel
9: Brooks. Brooks. Oh,
3: yeah. I thought you meant Mel Brooks. In, in fact, no. I'd like to see films. the comedy from Mel Gibson. Yeah. If he could do History of the World part. Yeah, yeah, you know, three. The two Mel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's going through his writing process right now. So Gibson is set to star in The Continental, which takes place 40 years before the original film franchise starring Keanu Reeves. Gibson's character will be called Cormac. Cormac. And it is not yet clear on what role he will have in the story. What we do know so far is that this origin story will be told through the point of view of young Winston Scott, who is dragged into the hellscape of a 1975 New York City to face a past that he thought he'd left behind. Do they say who is playing
3: young Winston?
0: Uh, no, but Ian McShane will um, will be doing voiceover. All right, so he'll be narrating. Yeah, so we don't know who's going to... Right now, the only person that's been cast is
3: Mel Gibson. I love, I love the whole idea of the Continental. I love the idea of Continentals around the world. Uh, you know, James, uh, I forget who was the, the the Italian actor, was the one who headed up the one in Italy that he's staying at and that they all catered to these assassins yeah. and the lore about it. Did you, did you see the third one, Parabellum? No. There literally comes a scene, Preston, where they're fighting and simply because Wick is able to place his hand on the steps yeah. to the Continental. It's on base. Yeah. Mm. No, no,
0: you can't kill him. Yep. Uh, Scott charts a deadly path as he attempts to seize the iconic hotel of assassins it features in the films. Lionsgate Television will produce the prequel as a three night special event TV series for stars. Interesting. Yeah, Ian McCain. Wow, he's a tough negotiator. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's him negotiating his contract. <laughs> Like I said, Ian McShane will do voiceovers, but will not be making an appearance in the series. Uh, Reeves is not likely to show up either, though he is considering coming on board as an executive producer of the project. Uh, Right now, Keanu is reprising his role as uh, John Wick in Chapter 4, which is shooting in Germany, France, and Japan. So effing exciting. As we speak. Uh, one more story, and this concerns a guy who I think we consider to be a friend of the show now. Uh, and it's not Rob Zombie, but Rob Zombie is directing uh, the Munsters film. Yes. And up until now, the cast was never confirmed, but it was yesterday. So, Zombie has confirmed that Jeff Daniel Phillips and Sherry Moon Zombie are playing Herman and Lily, while our friend, actor Daniel Roebuck, is going to be playing Grandpa. That is awesome. Isn't that great? That is awesome. Uh, he's and, taken over the Al Lewis spot. And uh, Zombie uh, confirmed the cast in the best way possible. He shared a picture of them in character, and yeah. it's hilarious.
4: Uh, do I know Jeff Daniel
5: Phillips?
3: Uh, I don't think you do. I, I did a little background check on him, and I wasn't that familiar with him. Uh, yeah. he, I, he's he been in other Zombie stuff, mm. uh, as his, his wife is obviously in it as well, playing Lily.
0: So the Munsters, of course, ran for only two seasons, uh, from September 1964 to May 1966, and consisted of 70 episodes. Wow! Uh, now we're just gonna have to wait and see. Uh, by the way, there's there's a few other uh, people names that we know that are in it, but we don't know who they're playing. So Jorge Garcia,
3: right, who's Hurley in un- lost, Unlocked. yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Richard Brake and uh, Cassandra Peterson, Elvira, will be in the film as well, but we don't know who they're gonna be portraying. I think this is very cool because he yeah. is a
3: he is an originalist when it comes to the monsters. In fact they there's they're in front of I guess what is the set and it looks like the 1313 Mockingbird Lane
9: house. And Nick, did you speak to
0: Daniel Robot? I did, yeah.
9: He's he's the nicest guy on the planet. And uh, I asked him if he wanted to come on the show. And initially he said, yeah, no problem. I love you guys. And then he was like, you know what? I don't want to betray anything that, uh, and he called him Mr. Zombie. I, I don't want to betray anything Mr. Zombie wants to keep secret. And he's like, and I'm a talker. And I think that I would probably say something I shouldn't say. Uh, so, but he'll come on at some point and chat with us about it. He's really excited about it. And, and he is, continues to work. He's producing two other movies right now, written and directed in another one. So we'll have him on. At some point soon.
3: By the way, he did a, the voice for a character in the last Star Wars game, and I played that game. It really? was excellent, and he was excellent in it. Awesome. Yeah, it was a really
0: good game. Nice. All right, uh, we're ready for clips. Here we go. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, adapted from the 1965 sci fi novel of the same name, Dune follows a man who must journey off of, to the most dangerous planet in the universe. In this cl- clip uh, starred Timothy Chalamet introduces his new character paul atreides is a young man who's facing extraordinary circumstance uh, an
7: extraordinary struggle is trying to navigate it with integrity with honor with uh, faith in the tradition of house atreides and of duke leto his father paul sees that there's a potential that
0: he's on a path greater than he understood that perhaps he's not a simply a regular man
10: you sound insane. I'm
0: um, hoping for good things. I was a little disappointed by uh, the stand that they did on. Uh, I think it was Apple TV. And the, yeah, uh, yeah uh, no, Net- Paramount Plus. Paramount. Okay. Um, so this is another one of those books I really, really love that I hope they do a good job with. I agree. Uh, they did David Lynch's version. I lo- I love. Yeah, it I is. Too. It
3: is uneven. It is the uh, the version they did on the Sci-Fi Channel as a mini series was done very
0: well. But visually, this one looks like it's hitting right in the sweet spot. Yeah, Dune will be in theaters this Friday. It'll also be on uh, HBO Max. Yes, it will. Uh, Next clip. The Lock siblings have finally returned for the long-awaited season two of Netflix's drama series Lock and Key. In this clip, creator Carlton Cuse explains why people connect with the show. Here we go.
10: It's really a fun show, and I think that if you want to just Relax, escape, uh, be entertained, uh, be thrilled, be chilled, um, see some fantasy, see some horror, see some teen drama, see some family drama. I mean, there's kind of a lot of elements that go into the cocktail of the show that Meredith and I make together.
0: I don't (laughs) give a Lock and Key will be streaming on Netflix this Friday, by the way. Does anybody watch this? I think I had that... um... Uh, that graphic novel, I haven't read it, um, but I'm not sure. I'll have to check and make sure it's the watched same it, one.
9: But uh, Carlton Cuse is one of the guys that created Lost, so he's well, got a good track record. Okay. Look yes. at all this Lost stuff right between yeah. you know, Ray
0: Garcia and... Uh, Daniel Roebuck. Daniel Roebuck. Yeah. get a little bit of Arst on you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's the entertainment report. Hope you got something out of it. We have uh, money to give away. Uh, MMR's money clips in this is final week for the time being of doing this, so make sure you don't miss your opportunity. It's less than an hour away, 8 o'clock. We'll give that first word out that you need to enter that might net you 500 bucks in your pocket. We'll take a break and come back in just a moment. So stay with us.
7: WMMR. We're not just in your car anymore. Ask Alexa to open MMR
8: and we'll come streaming right into
7: your house. And we promise we're not listening to you doing stuff that often.
0: I'm going to do catch up on a couple of shout outs, if you guys yep. don't mind. I've been letting these build up a little bit. Uh, this one says, hey, bitches, I've been a loyal listener for years. Uh, y'all have come with me since I left Philly in 2005 and moved to Virginia, Florida, back to Virginia, and now Spring Hill, Tennessee. Wow. I wanted to see if you could uh, get a shout out for my kids' birthdays, twins David and Alexa Grace, who turned 16 on October 14th, and Emily will be 21 on October 16th. I know they'd love to hear this anytime that you get a chance. I run a barbecue restaurant called Highway 50 BB in Columbia, Tennessee. That's where I was born. Is that right? Yep. Columbia. Uh, and he said, yes, we still have Mule Day because I mentioned that. I don't know who we were <laughs> talking to about Tennessee the other day. Uh, oh, yeah, it was a winner from uh, from the um, uh, money clips he was calling from Tennessee. Oh, that's and right. He said, I'm including a picture of a rub we use for Kathy. It's gluten-free and I think soy and dairy-free also.
5: Oh, right.
0: Hopefully it gives her a little taste of something different. Uh, you guys rock, and that is from Patty Myers. For Here's a shark for the kids. So, Kathy, it's 50BB in Columbia, Highway 50BB, if you want to check into that. Okay. Dry you're in Tennessee yeah. all the time. Yes. But she can probably order it. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, huh. It says, hey, Preston, hopefully you're able to get this in time, but I was hoping to do get a shark out on Friday, October 15th. Sorry I missed this, man. Uh, my birthday is until the 17th but for obvious reasons you won't be able to acknowledge it until then I turned the big 40 last year and didn't get to do anything big to celebrate so hopefully you'll be able to do uh, to do something to make up for it in the near future uh, look forward to seeing you guys at the camp out that sincerely long time listener Smiling Chris McAdams. Hey! We love smiling, Chris. So, shout out to you, my man. Uh, belated, belated birthday. And then the last one for now, I'll make up some of the other ones later on. It says, hey, Preston, my name is Chris, uh, Chris Scanlon, longtime listener at Y100. I love you all. Listen to the podcast uh, concurrently. And I'm on October 1st now. But was hoping I could get a birthday uh, slash anniversary shout out uh, for my wife, Gina. I love her more than she will ever know, and you guys are a close second. I am cool with any day that you get me because I'll hear it at any time. You guys have to rock. Don't know how much uh, you don't know how much you mean to us all. Thank you. Uh, Chris Scanlon, P.S. Congrats on the Radio Hall of Fame. You oh. totally deserve it. So here you go. <coughs> Shout out for both your birthday nice. and your anniversary. So I'll get some other things, but right now. I got noticing to do, folks. So the we notice is back. He yeah. notices what you don't have time to notice. <laughs> That's right. Down an empty alleyway, across a vacant
3: field, he's there. His eyes jutting from right to left, but he's not wearing his mask.
0: No, he can't wear him. He's wearing his glasses, and it just looks too stupid. No mask right now. <laughs> this is the first noticer that uh, we are streaming live on YouTube, or oh. as far as you oh, know. Yeah. So just to let would you know, the mask be appropriate. I guess it would. Oh, whatever. Yeah. The God, effect, all right.
3: All right. Look for it. If you're watching on YouTube, you're seeing the notice notice that his mask looks stupid over his glasses. I gotta take my headphones right, off. First. Take his headphones off. <laughs> Tune in for this. Tune in for this.
0: <laughs> it's just like Superman. And yet, some people like Avatar. There we go. Have the glasses on underneath the Boy, that that. <laughs> where did Preston go? <laughs> where is he? I don't know what you're talking about. Wow. That's a good I don't guy know guy what you're <laughs> talking
5: about. <laughs> Let's see if we
0: can take that in a little bit for you. <laughs> I have to talk like Batman every time I... Uh, Tell <laughs> me, have you noticed things? All right. Uh, what? We'll start with this. Hooters is adjusting its uniform possibly uh, po- policy uh, to make its controversial new shorts optional. In response to outcry from the employees on social media, have you seen the, uh, yeah. the new
2: shorts? I, I'm not,
0: I'm not a fan of them.
2: Oh, what are the new shorts?
0: They look like underwear. Underwear. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So, uh, according to his spokesperson, I don't think they're flattering. For Hooters of America, staffers will now be permitted to choose between the new shorts which some have described as skimpy, so skimpy they're like underwear. Booters, And, footers, footers. and the not. original longer shorts.
2: They're not shorts. Uh, oh according
0: to a spokesperson. Oh, no, they're not.
2: They're, no, not. they're not shorts. No, it's, they're underwear. Okay.
0: They're right. panties. Yeah. Uh, as they, they said, spokesperson said, as we continue to listen... And update the image of the Hooters girls. We are clarifying that they have the option to choose from traditional uniforms or the new ones. This is an update of the image? They can uh, determine which style of shorts best fits their body style and personal image.
4: Uh, What happened to the orange
0: uh, shorts?
3: Well, th- those seem the, the. That's part of the oh. original uniform. Okay, so they have these in orange too.
4: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then now I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, was it, was, it, was it was just a color issue, not
2: that
0: it's jammed all the way yeah. up her butt. I was talking about yeah.
2: the style. Yeah. He yeah, orange. yeah.
0: It's like a suppository <laughs> with a waistband. Uh, the announcement comes on the heels of a series of viral TikTok videos shared by employees this week speaking out against the shorts, which some feel are too revealing. They are. Uh, the shorts are the latest in the history of complaints lodged against the company for sexualization and degradation of women since its founding in 1983.
3: So there's a, there's a competing chain called Exposed Vaginas. No, <laughs> uh, well, there's a, a yeah. thousand
4: competing chains.
3: You got
0: out. Tilted Kilts right. and yeah, all these yeah. other places. Um,
2: so tilted Kilt doesn't dress like that, though, right? No, they, yeah, be,
0: they dress sexy with, they? with cleavage. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, you know, yes. real, real short, um, yeah.
5: short, okay. uh, short skirt. plaid
0: skirts. Short Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I had a friend who
9: applied for a job at Hooters and it just didn't work out. This was like a male friend. and They were accepting them for a while, weren't they? Well, He was literally applying for a job in the kitchen. Oh, okay. And it was just, uh, it, this was like uh, when we were in college or whatever. It ended up not working out. However, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was a lawsuit by people, by men who had applied for jobs yes. at Hooters as servers. Right. And uh, there, there was a, a collective bargaining um, lawsuit. What's the right Agreement? word? Uh, yeah, Agreement, against yeah. that. And so my friend got several checks for like, $1,200 for years on end because he was a part of a, a class at class, class action, action, action right. Yeah. Wow. And, and so he was just a dude who applied for a job at Hooters. I mean, to me I that wanna, just I seems. I want to be a waitress. <laughs> I mean, it
4: seems silly. I, it, here's the deal. It's not a strip club, but it might as well be, right? So, like, if I wanted to be a, a, a male stripper at a female strip club, I can't do that, right? So, like, it's the same thing with who I you, is what it is.
3: No, you're right. It's 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 predicated on that. It's
9: a family uh, restaurant. It's a fa- yes. Right, right, it says right, right, right on the sign. Hey, kids.
2: Well, I wouldn't say I would say it's a strip club. I think it is much different. Just because they're wearing sexy clothes doesn't make it a strip club. No, it's
4: not I, a no, strip club. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm he's saying, saying he wishes it was a strip I'm club. I'm saying I wish it was a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is it's along the lines. like A, a male, stri- a, a female strip club has the female clientele strippers or exotic <laughs> dancers. Let's call them exotic dancers. Hooters is the same thing. It, it's, it's, a it's, 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 it's the business model. Yeah, it's the business model. I mean, as far as, as a girls, male employee. Right. Yeah, it's hot right. girls in hot pants and tight stuff. Like that's that's what it is. Like, well, I'm Connor not... called up, and they, there are a few. There are a few. Um, uh, a picture
3: on the screen here of the uh, tallywhackers is a chain, is it not? Or is there yes. something similar?
2: Oh, I've never been there.
3: Yeah, <laughs> which is men uh, uh, prancing around in scantily. Uh, but to have a class action a lawsuit shame. is
4: silly, and I would be embarrassed to be a part of that class action
0: lawsuit. Yeah. Right? Unless yeah. you're getting a twelve hundred dollar check for years yeah. and years. I don't know. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Buys a lot of okay. pine cones. Yeah. Uh, in its Statement: Hooters of America wrote that it appreciates the feedback, both positive and negative, regarding a more accommodating and inclusive image policy on tattoos, jewelry, nails, hairstyles, as well as new uniform options to include new top styles, shorts and the addition of socks.
2: Socks! Oh, socks good. They're it. wearing socks. Yeah. Uh,
3: thanks for coming uh, today. Uh, we are now going to allow socks. Uh, to me, I think there is. I guess there's an element as far as uh, tipping. And what they're, you know, if they're looking to be more attractive to potential tippers. I don't know. To me it seems a very uncomfortable piece of clothing to work in.
2: Well, and they're giving them the option. You said that right. in the beginning, right Preston?
0: Yeah, I don't I think that, I don't percentage. think they were it first, but now they're going to. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, listen, if you go for a job there, you know what you're getting yourself into, and the fact that they're now giving them an option, okay, they, so choose which one you Choose you're what you want. In. Yeah. yeah. Don't work there. Everybody's rich at Hooters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the hell is that? For?
4: <laughs> so Fortune Feaster her Hooters bit. Her I'm sorry, Hooter. Hooters. Hooters. Her Hooters bit. Is hilarious. It's in her last special. I think it's called Sweet and Salty. Nice.
0: All right. Uh, I noticed this. This was sad to see. A gentleman, yeah, a gentleman by the name of uh, Tom Mori uh, passed away. He was the inventor of the boogie board. Oh, the oh, boogie board. Wow. And a renowned figure in the surfing world, and uh, he was 86 years old. He lived a, a nice full life. The boogie board is about my speed. <laughs> Boogie boards are yeah, so yeah. much fun. You just right. have to be careful. Uh,
4: if you're on it for too long, it, it shapes your nipples.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. Uh, Maury grew up in Laguna Beach, California, where he started surfing and became one of the area's most notable surfers in the 50s and 60s. Uh, Maury attended a uh, the University of Southern California. He studied music before he switched to mathematics. Graduated in 1957, so using his degree, wow. he went to work for Douglas Aircraft as an engineer, but he uh, left to start his own surf shop in early 1964.
3: How's that fighter jet coming?
0: Not so well, but I invented
3: a surfboard.
0: Uh, by this time, Maury had already begun experimenting with surfboard designs, uh, but it wasn't until he left Southern California that he created the first boogie board. In 1971, huh. Maury was living in Hawaii when he cut a large piece of... A polyethylene foam in half. And then he worked to shape the foam with an iron after putting pages of the Honolulu Advertiser on top of it. By the time he was done, Maury had a short board with a mostly rectangular body and a rounded nose, and it weighed around three pounds. Which is a fraction of what the traditional surfboards weighed at the time. With that new creation in hand, he went to the beach to test it out. And he said, I could actually feel the wave through the board. On a surfboard, you're not feeling the nuance of the wave, But with my creation, I could feel everything. He recounted that first ride. That's why I don't serve, Preston. I I don't feel that I'm feeling the wave enough. Uh, After his ride, uh, Maury's wife, uh, Marcia, who was eight months pregnant, became the second person to test out the boogie board. (laughs) Uh, the first boogie board sold for 10 bucks and it went the way things go when you invent them. Uh, he was approached by a man who saw him riding it one day and he sold it to him for 10 bucks. There you go. <laughs> from there, Maury and his family moved back to California and they produced and sell, uh, sold the boards. Uh, the boogie name came from Maury's relationship with music and it replaced what the original name was. Which was a snake. So they called it S-N-A-K-E, yeah. which was short for Side Navel Arm Knee Elbow. No, that sucks. A boogie, <laughs> boogie is much better. Uh, boogie boards proved to be fun for people of all ages and found uses in places other than the beach. Are you a fan? Oh yeah, yeah they're fun, yeah. right? we have got yeah. a few of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I
2: can't tell you the last time I was on a boogie board. Really? Yeah, I, I just, uh, Jace doesn't ride them. He never really, he, you know, a couple times, but he was once he could get up on a surfboard, like that was it. That's it. But when did the boogie board become so damn expensive?
4: Well, listen, well, what, just, what just do they, spend they run? The money oh, on I the see
2: them board? at the shop, you know, like the different shops down the shore, and they're like, I don't know, fifty bucks, something like that for. Like oh, to me, I didn't that, think that was that no, expensive. So, yeah. that's
4: not that I bad.
2: what like, you said, he sold the first one for ten bucks. Like I just remember nineteen. 19- Seventy one. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying I remember it being way cheaper than, like, 50 bucks well, for a damn boogie board. Like, that seems a lot.
4: It's funny that you say that because I was going to say don't chintz on a on a boogie board. Like, we have in our shed a bunch of, like, old broken boogie boards that probably cost 10 bucks. If you are going to be the person that goes down the shore for a vacation once a year for the next however foreseeable future, right. spend a couple of dollars on, on a boogie board. I'm not saying you have to spend 200 bucks on a
0: boogie board. But no, boogie but it'll, boogie it'll boogie bo- last you. Yep. Eight or ten years, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Give not, it to your grandchildren. All the time. Uh, best thing about a boogie board, though, or what you need to do is is the timing. Get in the way yes. mm-hmm. at the right time, before it, right before it breaks. You get on one of those, you ride it all the way in. It's so much fun. Did you ever try surfing with any great vigor? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've taken some lessons. Yeah. We did it in Hawaii like a couple it? times. Did it in California. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, and in fact, where 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 we are is one of the surfing beaches uh, huh. at uh, at the Jersey Shore. So I think I might try it again, depending on how my shoulders and knees and all that other crap holds up. <laughs> how many are there at the Jersey Shore
9: that are that are halfway decent? The surfing beaches. Um, I, a I'm not in ocean an ocean city
2: and, and Wildwood. I think are okay. like that's where like a lot of the the surf schools are. I mean, there's where you know,
4: does Jackson go? Cat? He you... goes to Atlantic City. He'll oh. go to LBI, also uh, North Wildwood, like yep. basically where. Um Seawall. The seawall is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you see a lot of surfers out a lot of there. Surfers I've
9: tried there. a few times. I'm I'm terrible at it. I do find that it's fun. I'm much better at boogie boarding, but my girlfriend's pretty good at surf uh surfing on a surfboard. Yeah. She had her surfboard stolen last what? year. What? Yeah. Yeah, and it was just like yeah. And, and, and not cool. <laughs> and there's a long story behind it. But um no, it was not cool. Yeah. And um but still so Casey, we looked into replacing it and they're not cheap either, you know? But it's just like this. It it blew. It was you know really what frustrating. I'm, I love
0: seeing is somebody riding their bike, Casey mm-hmm. holding a surfboard. Oh yeah, I'm, so- I'm like. That, okay. Yeah. That's a surfer. Do you they, see
2: the bike contraptions there? Yeah. yeah. It can go... Yes, like, on the side. It, yes. It's so cool. Yeah. It's like a caddy for it to
0: hang on the side of your bike. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. You have the
4: surfboard attachment for your beach car, too, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's a little old thing that goes on the side of the beach car. You put your thing in there. Do
3: they have an attachment that lets you sit on your bicycle on the surfboard
4: uh, no. while you're surfing? You can... Uh, There was so so much to unpack right there. What did you say again? A bike on your surfboard. Yeah. No. no, No. Damn it. you know
2: know. what I hate, though, when um, you Google surfboard? Because, I Nick, I actually just, we we had to buy one uh, for Jason. Also, I didn't know there were so many different options for a surfboard. But I know what you're going to say. When you Google boogie board, why does the boogie board not show up? It's this little other thing that you write on.
0: Yeah, it's, oh, <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah. Too, I'm like, okay, I've, I have a this? boogie board at home. It's what I keep my daily notes on. Uh,
2: yeah. but that's the oh. first what thing that pops up. Not it's the called a boogie board. Not yeah. the thing
5: uh,
0: the beach. Yeah.
2: Like, I feel like it should be the other way around.
4: Yeah. You know what I do have is a body surfing uh, boogie board, surfboard. Do you guys know what that, like, it's it's just a little mini boogie board that you put your hands into so yeah. you body surf.
0: They were showing one of them up on the screen here. So, no. so it seems yeah. like it's really cool. And it's great.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's
0: really, really great. Bring that back up. I need to see that. I'm not, I'm not familiar with that. So it's a small boogie board. It's almost like a paddle board. Yeah, think? I
4: mean, it's probably basically the size of this piece of paper. What? And it's got a little strap on the on the what? top, and you stick your what what? Uh-huh. And you stick your hand in there, and when you body surf, you use that, um, and it helps. I mean, like if All you right. if you're going for you know like distance, and you're you know, let's say you're competing against somebody next to you who doesn't have one of those. <laughs>
0: What? I just, I didn't know you'd be competing with somebody at the beach. Me and my cousin Bob are
4: always in competition. Well, no, I'm sorry. I got to rephrase that. He's always in competition with me. So uh, if you're not using one of those, you definitely go uh, not as far.
0: All right. Interesting. It's like
4: cheap 40 bucks. It's not that bad.
0: So, uh, Moore and his family, uh, after he sold that board, moved back to uh, California. They started producing the boogie boards, and uh, in 1977, he sold the boogie board name and company. It is owned by Whammo today, so it had to have been a decent amount. Yeah, it was in 1977. Okay, it wasn't like a. I I doubt it was a giant, giant windfall. It's been been a perennial. It's a. It's a standard thing to see at the beach, and because of the trademark boards that are similar to. Morey's invention are called body boards as opposed to boogie boards. Mm. Boogie board is owned by Whammo. So, uh, 86 years old, uh, and his name was Tom Morey, invented the boogie board.
4: Have you go in the ocean when you're down there?
2: Um, Yeah, it has to be really warm, but yeah, I'll go in. Right.
0: Not I I ever since they,
4: Steve they put it. You in, don't go
2: in yet you had a lot to say about the boogie board. Uh <laughs>
4: you don't ever board, go body in. Body surfing. Well, I pay for the boogie boards,
2: <laughs> but you don't ride them. Well, <laughs> you said you do competition with Yeah,
4: that. Well, well, you're, you're, I, you said you're an Olympic boogie boarder. I don't I, you know, I didn't go in the ocean I don't think one time this summer, but the previous summer I definitely went in. Mostly streams? No, so here's the deal. It's uh and you're going to hate this, Steve. All right. When I have to go to the bathroom, I'll go in the ocean. Uh, but now they have porta pots at the back of the uh, beach, right. and so there's no reason for me to go into so the ocean. So that's where you boogie board <laughs> in, <the,
5: laughs>
0: in the porta pot. <laughs> All right, uh, I noticed something else. Okay. I'll and I should, you. yeah, thank yeah. you. I mean, my sound, I, I refuse oh, yeah. to. Go. The announcer continues to wear his mask. I got to have my sound effects if I'm wearing my mask, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, man. All right. Uh, this is great. The chief of the World Health Organization uh, this past Wednesday honored the late Henrietta Lacks. An American woman whose cancer cells were taken without her knowledge during the 1950s and ended up providing the foundation for vast scientific breakthroughs, including research about uh, the coronavirus. You you guys familiar with Henrietta uh, Lacks? I'm absolutely familiar, it's yes. A, it's an amazing, it is an amazing story. story. HBO did a movie. They did uh, a movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oprah
4: Winfrey maybe Correct. Um, produced, um, produced, produced yeah. it,
0: uh, yeah. uh So the recognition from uh, WHO Director uh, General uh, Tedros Adhanom uh, Ghebreyesus. Uh, came more than a decade after the publication of The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks, which is that. Uh, Rebecca Skloot's book about the discrimination in health care black Americans faced and the life-saving innovations as well made possible by lax cells and her family's legal fight over their unauthorized use. Uh, the director, uh, director General's Award for Henrietta Lacks to her 87-year-old son Lawrence Uh, as several of her other descendants looked on, took place. That's cool. Uh, She died of cervical cancer in 1951. She was 31 years old. The tissue taken from her, Johns Hopkins uh, Hospital in Baltimore, provided the first human cells to be successfully cloned, uh, reproduced infinitely ever since. They call the HALA cells. Yeah have become a cornerstone of modern medicine, including the development of the polio vaccine, genetic mapping, and even COVID-19 vaccines. I mean, it was so important to, I I mean, so many different medical uh, discoveries. It's incredible what this woman was able to do uh, without even her knowledge at all. But, uh, you know, uh, they noted that uh, lax lived at a time when uh, racial discrimination was legal in the United States. And that it remains widespread, even if no longer legal in most countries. So they
4: still haven't settled this lawsuit. Um, the the family of Henrietta, you know Lack what? Still
0: hasn't... I, I do not know that case, um, yeah, but I, there's, there's still a lawsuit, um, okay,
4: uh, against the biotech company. It's so it's so Johns Hopkins, even though they were the ones who first to, took it, they're not uh, liable at all.
9: I don't, don't know, know about that, but the the um, Lawsuit is against a, a company called Thermo Fisher Scientific.
0: Okay. Listen to this. Just give you some perspective. The WHO said more than 50 million metric tons. ...of HALA cells have been distributed around the world and used in more than 75,000 studies. Cloned from that original
3: batch? Yes.
0: Is that not astonishing? It's amazing. That's it's amazing. more cells than I could fit in my garage. Uh, so that is, uh, that's a um, uh, a long overdue recognition. So I thought that was definitely worth uh, noticing and pointing out. Absolutely. Yep. Well, you are the noticer and you I notice am. things. Let me notice another thing. Uh, let's see. How about this? <laughs> you were likely born with wisdom teeth... And you may have had them removed, but why do they come in so much later than the rest of our adult teeth? Why do they notice, her? A new study from Arizona State University researchers shows it's because our jaws grow slowly and they're not developmentally ready to have teeth all the way at the back of our mouths, nearest the joint until we're older. You so, have yours coming out soon, right? I have one that's going to be taken out. I have a consult next week. Oh, really? I have all four of my wisdom teeth. I never got them taken out. I was supposed to, and then I pussed out and never made the appointment. made the appointment. So and that was now? 25 years ago or something like that. Um, because my dentist noticed that there... Um, he noticed. Yeah, he did. He yeah. noticed wow. her, that there may be a. Uh, I noticed you have all your wisdom teeth. <laughs> <laughs> like the formation of a cyst that might oh. be starting there. So he's like, it's got to come out. Yeah. So they're just taking one out. It's tough I, to crap.
2: I feel like I had my wisdom teeth out a little bit later than normal. Like I think I was maybe in my 20s or 30s, something like that. And um, two of them were, were growing through. So they were able to sort of just pull them out, but, like, they really had to get in there and, like, yank them out. And then the second two... Um, same thing. They oh. were, they were popping through, but, th- but it was, and the first time I, I got, I got two at a time. The first time, um, was fine. Like I was eating later that day was completely fine. The okay. s- second time, not so much. Yeah. It's yeah. Just a little bit of recovery time.
0: My sister had a real tough time when, when hers were removed. I know, I know it's, uh, I got to get it done and, and it might suck. Who knows? And maybe, uh, you know, textbook can be fine. Uh, but yeah, minor under the gum line they're they're not uh, exposed so yeah, you know, they got to go want, in and cut them out i'm Ooh. super
9: lucky mine were never formed they never uh, they never developed and i never had to hmm. even deal with it the, the first size
0: day. of your head i know you'd think there'd be room and yeah. they never grew yeah. i would assume, i would figure you have like four
9: additional elbows in your mouth yeah well that <laughs> i do have maybe that's what yeah. <laughs> they get, literally <laughs> elbowed out the, the wisdom uh, teeth they, <laughs> they did they yeah. elbowed out your wisdom teeth
2: didn't um, ben's teeth uh,
9: Ben's teeth came in late. So his adult teeth, like he had to have baby teeth pulled at a much later stage than most kids. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We got weird teeth. I I tell you this stuff years ago, and I told you about a
3: dentist years ago who was not the best dentist in the world and kind of set my mouth off in a bad way. But um, between what they used to do and what they can do now, and shout out to Dr. Petula, my dentist. uh, Um... I fall asleep during a lot of this stuff when they're doing these these sorts of surgery. It's amazing the pain management. But years ago, it used to be you're getting your wisdom teeth yeah. out. Oh
7: my god, well, it's gonna gonna not the same anymore. Yeah,
4: no, for for wisdom teeth, they have to knock you out. That that is oral surgery for yeah. that one. But Mama, Mama said you you we're out. talking about wisdom
2: teeth. I didn't get knocked out.
4: You didn't get knocked out.
2: No. What they pulled them like regular what? teeth. What? I just uh. said that.
4: No, mine. Uh, they knocked me the hell out. W- were you crying a lot? I was not crying a lot. No, it's just you know they knocked the me lollipop out. didn't.
3: Work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It, it, a, I guess it depends. Kathy, they didn't
4: knock you out. No, not
3: they a, took your teeth out.
2: No, I, I, it was like a regular tooth. I just got the Novocaine and that was it. <laughs>
5: Yes.
4: Wow! Ah. Mm. Uh, you watch okay. out for dry socket. That's the one thing you don't want. So if you're getting, I hate that term, dry I don't socket. Even talk about it, it doesn't yeah.
3: sound <laughs> sounds it like an old prostitute. Oh yeah, they call it dry socket. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's like humping sandpaper. Dry socket. What is that? Anyway? All right. So... My name's Dry Socket, sweetie. <laughs> That's why I only charge a dollar.
4: Uh, listen, I'm not a doctor or dentist or an oral surgeon, but I think it's like when air gets trapped into that, that cavity. Yes. Um. The you you get it from like sucking. Uh, <laughs> So if you're a smoker, you shouldn't smoke. Uh, you shouldn't drink out of a straw yes. okay. after you get this stuff. I it's... just ha- I
3: just had uh, oral surgery, and it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. They 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 will advise you to to not you know drink through a straw and let everything kind of fill in properly. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But dry
3: socket is not a prostitute. I was
0: wrong. Uh, so apparently, if your wisdom teeth uh, were to emerge earlier, uh, they could actually damage your jaw. In some countries, it's common to have them removed. While in the UK. Wisdom teeth are only removed if they become problematic. Hey, do they? That's why all the teeth problems over there, maybe. It's got to be. Uh, any reason as to why these teeth were classified as wisdom teeth? Why they got that name? Yes. Um, I had always heard because you get them when you're older and oh, wiser. Right. Right. You know, I don't know if there's any truth to but that. But you or get not. pubic hair when you're older too. So why did they call them pubic teeth? Pubic te- or uh, or uh, wise pubes? Wise or, pubes? Yeah, wise hair. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a wise great hair. snack treat. My wise hair. My wisdom hair. <laughs> <laughs> Has yeah. your wisdom hair come in? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's all curly and gray. Right. All right, so anyhow, these are a few things I noticed. I also noticed it's 7.48, and that means we got to take a break if we, we want to stay on time.
3: I noticed is first, first appearance on YouTube streaming. That's I,
0: right. I noticed that. Yeah, you did. Congratulations. You're doing I have my days. All right, so we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. When we return, mm-hmm. uh, the Bizarre Files coming up. There's a charity event we're going to mention as well. And, of course, your shot at $500, first one of the day. We'll come back in a moment. Stay put.
6: Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com.
0: Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve show.
6: It's not fancy.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant...
1: Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Summer All
0: right, brought to you this morning by KGL. They're testing a topical treatment for facial acne hmm. on teens and young adults with moderate to severe acne, and if qualified, you may be paid up to three hundred and fifty dollars. KGL Skin Study Center. Skin Study Center. Com. All right, we're going to start with a story. Kathy had a news earlier this morning. A hiker who happened to resemble Brian Laundrie, the fiancé of Gabrielle Gabby Petito, and a person of interest in her death was reportedly ambushed by U.S. Marshals after being mistaken for the missing 23-year-old. Uh, Severin Beckwith of Ithaca, New York, told the New Yorker that he and his girlfriend, Anna Bretman, were napping at a lodge at Fontana Village Resort, where they were staying amid a hike from uh, Georgia to Virginia along the Appalachian Trail that began in late September when they were woken by authorities. He said, next thing I see, a bunch of guys with riot shields, with U.S. Marshals <laughs> written on them, handguns pointed at my face. Bretman was still in bed uh, when the feds ambushed Beckwith, who said that he was handcuffed while still in his underwear and taken out in the hallway, noting that he had a hunch as to why he was mistakenly being arrested. Really? He said, I really hoped I was right. Additionally, Bretman and Beck- Beckwith uh, booked the hotel using a credit card connected to a New York State ID, which tied into Petito being a native of Long Island. Excuse me. Fortunately, uh, Beckwith was quickly cleared as he didn't have Laundry's tattoos. I took one towel! And showed uh, (laughs) legitimate identification. Uh, Beckwith said U.S. Marshals advised him to shave his beard, which he quickly regretted doing. He said, because I have much less of a chin than Laundry does. (laughs) With a little twist I like at the end of the story is, the couple said they were given... A complimentary hotel buffet breakfast. Hey, oh, hey, hey, yes. hey, uh, Isn't that the rule? If the SWAT team kicks in your door
3: and it's wrong, you get the hotel for free? <laughs> yeah, or you, <laughs> you at get least a get a continental breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. Yes. All right.
0: A uh, 28-year-old woman in Illinois shot and killed a man earlier this week in a bizarre love triangle dispute, according to authorities. Claudia Flores was uh, staying with two pals. James Jones and his girlfriend at their home when the incident unfolded on Thursday night. Now, prosecutors said that the trio were having a drink together when Flores allegedly asked Jones for a kiss. Jones declined because he had a girlfriend who was sitting right next to him. He then kissed his girlfriend in front of Flores, prompting an envious Flores to ask the girlfriend for a kiss, and she declined too. When Jones once again refused to kiss her and enraged Flores... Grabbed the gun that he had on him, okay, so the guy had a gun on him, right? and he had it tucked between uh, two couch cushions, and then aimed it at him. Jones tried to push Flores's arm down as she pulled the safety off and put her finger on the trigger, but the gun went off, striking Jones once in the chest. Killed him.
4: Oh, wow.
3: Yeah, for, for not kissing her.
0: Well, I, yeah, I don't know if she shot him on purpose or if it was an accident, but she shot him and yes. killed him. His girlfriend called 911, and when officers arrived at the scene, Flores allegedly admitted to shooting Jones. She was charged with first-degree murder. Jesus Christ. At home. home, yeah, don't you put your
3: gun next to the TV remote. You never put it on the couch. Yeah, or you
0: never in, in the, right.
3: the cushions. That's yeah, just
0: asking yeah. for danger. Exactly. Uh, after summoning an EMT crew with a complaint of shortness of breath, a Florida man got fully naked in the rear of an ambulance and began spanking it in front of the first responders. According to police, who say the suspect wore a condom... Oh, to be safe. ...and used an ice pack while pleasuring himself.
3: Oh, that's... I've not tried that one.
0: Investigators say that Terry Majors, (laughs) 30 years old, called 911 Thursday afternoon... Seeking medical assistance, but once inside amu- uh, the ambulance, Majors allegedly removed his clothes and began pleasuring himself.
3: It's going to get fun now.
0: According to <laughs> report, Majors, who was wearing a condom at the time, was looking at EMTs that were trying to treat him while he was pleasuring himself. Jesus. At some point, as the ambulance traveled to St. Petersburg, Majors asked for an ice pack, which he then proceeded to fold and use to pleasure himself with I, I, while I on route to the hospital. I don't think I would dig that. First responders would like to prosecute, the officer said. Majors was charged with exposure of sexual organs and misdemeanor and booked into the county lockup. He was freed Friday morning (gasps) on his own recognizance. Uh, Majors was recently released from jail after serving a one-year sentence on felony drug charges, by the way. An ice pack. Yeah. Uh, An accused auto burglar told cops that he broke into a vehicle so that he could, quote, see his imaginary girlfriend, Emma, with whom he visits while, quote, tripping on meth. And she lives in that car? According to a Florida police report. I guess so. Okay. That's where she calls home. Well, that makes sense, then. Matthew Huber was arrested after witnesses spotted him attempting to burglarize a Nissan truck that was parked outside of a Walmart. It's okay, officers. My imaginary girlfriend lives in this vehicle. During questioning... Huber reportedly admitted to opening the vehicle's tailgate and looking for something to take. I'll be right in, honey. Huber explained that he intended to then sell those things for some meth so he can see Emma.
3: Now, if you will generally excuse me, I need to pleasure myself with a nice pack.
0: Huber explained to cops that he was attempting to get in the vehicle to see his imaginary girlfriend, Emma, adding that he only sees Emma when he's tripping on meth. Okay. He was arrested for burglary and carrying a concealed weapon. All right, and then we'll do one last story and we will wrap it up. Let's go with this one the official Wizard of New Zealand. The Wizard of New Zealand? Perhaps. Debbie Gandalf. Yeah, the only state appointed wizard in the world has been cast uh, from the public payroll, spelling to the end of the 20-year legacy that he has. Kind of a dick move. <laughs> uh, the Wizard's real name is Ian Brackenberry Channel. his real name is Ian Brackenberry Channel. 88 years old. Uh, had been contracted by Christchurch City Council for the past two decades to promote the city through the acts of wizardry and other wizard-like services at a cost of $16,000 a year. But you don't have enough to cover that. He has been paid a total of $368,000. How am I going to pay for my self pleasuring ice packs? (laughs) Uh, The wizard, who was born in England, began performing acts of wizardry and entertainment in public spaces shortly after arriving in New Zealand in 1976 when the council originally tried to stop him. The public protested. All right.
3: Children get in the back of my
0: van. And in nineteen eighty two, the New Zealand Art Gallery Directors Association said that he had been a become a living work of art, and then in nineteen ninety, the Prime Minister at the time, Mike Moore, Acid he considered becoming the wizard of New Zealand. Wow. Uh-huh. But now they're firing him. Uh well yes. So Why he,
3: don't you all collectively eat a bag of tea.
0: <laughs> so uh he uh, has encountered so he's he's been a great fixture in the community, but he looks al- good. I mean he's he's really rocking a good wizard. But he's also encountered some controversy with off color comments about women. Uh, In an
1: April
0: April screening of uh, Channel 3's comedy, Current Affairs show, New Zealand Today, uh, the wizard said he liked to tease women by telling them they were devious and say they use cunning to get men who are thick. Uh, He said, I love women. I forgive them all the time. I've never struck one yet. Never strike a woman because they bruise too easily oh, wow. is the first thing. Here. He's a bad wizard then, Preston. And they'll tell the neighbors and their friends, and then you're in big trouble. <laughs> oh Why don't you sit on my wand and spin? The council said that uh, it had. Who sent wants a pap spear? The wizard a letter thanking him for his services to Christchurch over the past decades and informing him that they were closing the book. Who wants <laughs> a beer ride on his? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on his contract, so... Well, then, uh, then, then that, it all fell apart at the end there. Yeah. Up to that
3: point, he seemed like a worthy wizard, but he the, now he's just kind of a perv. As yeah. soon as he opened
0: his mouth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, right. I, I ruined it, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, uh, is our guest ready to go? Yes. Okay. Uh, it is time for... Wow, it's the 15th annual. Uh, Pause <sighs> Mutt Strut. is yes. coming up Saturday at the Navy Yard at 10 a.m., uh, and uh, you can register, you can donate, you can be a part of this whole thing. And uh, let's welcome to the show this morning, Melissa Levy. Hey. Hello, Melissa. Hello, uh, we okay, audio. We got, hold one second, Melissa. I see mouth and I hear it's always nothing. Happening. All right. So we... we tap in with major celebrities, about. Melissa. Yep. How about now, Melissa? Nope, she's laughing and oh, I'm nothing. I um, hanging there. I don't know what else to do here. I am. We're doing this via Zoom, by the way. Right, so does Melissa, have semaphore capability? Um, well, I, I don't know, but I have some information here, by the way. Right. See if we can work on the audio. We're work. We are working on that. Yeah. So uh, after going virtual last year, uh, they'll finally be back in person this year, um, and of course, it's uh, for dogs and people who love them. And uh, there's a nice. Uh, Atmospheric thing, uh, atmospheric thing with uh, Halloween and so on. That's it's all great. And
3: the mudstrut itself is a wonderful thing. All the dogs and all the people participating will go walk. Uh, they do a nice little walk, and they're they're led by some uh, of the uh, the uh, the, uh, the mummers. It's a lot of fun. But it's just a hey, fairgrounds and everything. Is
0: she there? Melissa, you got a phone? Call our hotline yeah, real quick. Yeah, Let's okay, do yeah. that. I think we can switch all gears right. real fast. That's what we're trying to do here. Get her on the phone, and uh, we'll do it that way. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's coming up uh, this weekend. It's going to be on Saturday. And you can go to phillypaws.org to get the info. Now, while we're waiting to get her on, I need to remind you of this because we only have mm, like two minutes left for you to do this. But the keyword for the MMR money clip uh, is dollar, D-O-L-L-A-R. Dollar. So if you want to get that in now, uh, you can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be in for the $10,000 grand prize, of course, do it through the app, all right? MMR app or at com. And you are running out of time. But listen, if you miss for now, we're going to do another one at 10 and then at noon and 2 and 4 and 6 and 8. So many chances. But we are running out of time because this is the final week uh, that we will be running the promotion. Uh, so make sure that you get on board and be a part of this. We don't want you to miss the 500 bucks. And next week is the lead up to the Out for Hunger. Wow. Yep, it's less than Jesus. two weeks away. Absolutely. All right, so uh, I'm waiting. I see our phone line on hold or something's going on or what, what's thumbs up, Casey? Yeah, we're,
3: uh, we, we okay, there line. we go.
0: Hey,
8: yeah. Melissa. Hey! hey! Hi, Melissa. Hi, everybody. There we
0: are. <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right, so I tried to dole out a little bit of the information while we were stalling there. Can you tell us a little bit more, more specific about this year's yeah. Mud Strut? Yeah,
8: you did great, by the way. Oh, thank um, you. So Saturday is our 15th annual Must It's at the Navy Yard. Um, registration opens at 10 o'clock in the morning. We start strutting, which is a walk around a Navy Yard, um, at about 11, um, and throughout the afternoon um, there is just a great fall festival atmosphere. We've got tons of activities on the main field in the Navy Yard for dogs and for people. We've got food trucks. We've got live music um it's just a really fun day and all the proceeds that we raise um help us
3: save animals all year long now so- Melissa, I, I thought I thought for some reason that it was next weekend which is the weekend right before the camp out for hunger so I, I didn't think I was going to be able to participate but I I'm going to show up because oh, uh, it's Saturday because I didn't I didn't I didn't realize that, you know we're getting bombarded everything has been shifted forward with the with the camp out so uh, but I can tell you from personal experience if if you uh, for people it, it is a great event the, uh, the, the grounds are awesome. There's a whole bunch of things going on, all, you know, uh, the, uh, pet and mostly dog-related. But everyone comes out. You're going to be looking at a, at a wonderful, as you said, a good fall event. And uh, it, the vibe in general is just great. And it's, honestly, if your dog gets along with other dogs, uh, bring, bring the dog out because uh, your dog will have a blast as well. <laughs> it, it,
8: it's so much fun to just watch all the other, watch all the dogs kind of take it all in and play and meet new friends. And lots of dogs show up in costume because it's so close to Halloween. So we have a costume contest. We have a talent contest if your dog has any Special skills you'd like to show off, but um, it is—it's just a really kind of a celebratory atmosphere. Um, everybody comes out and has a great time, and we're expecting um, a huge crowd this year. Um, people are just—I think—dying to be together. Again, yes, and really excited to be out there and um, with each other. So and,
3: yeah. If you have any concerns, no re- it's, it's spread out. It, it's really, it, it, it's huge, and, and uh, it'll be a, a lot of fun. And you have uh, Kristen from our sister station, and I think uh, Dave Cruz as yeah. well, and, and a couple other people will be out there as well. So it's, it's a win-win on a Saturday.
8: Yeah, we're going to have a great time. We just got a lot of really fun stuff lined up, lots of treats for everybody, and uh, we're just hoping to have a, a really nice celebration after not being able to be in person last year. so And every dollar we raise enables us to save another animal who's going to need us in the next year. Well, so,
3: Paws is great. And and for people who can't attend the event this Saturday, can they uh, go through your website and make a donation?
8: They sure can. So all the information about the event is at pawsmuttstrat.org. Um, and there you can um, learn more about us, get involved in other ways, adopt, foster, volunteer, donate. Um, and you could also um, actually participate virtually. We do have that option if that's what you prefer. Um, but we, we welcome and need the support. And um, every, every effort that people make to join us in whatever way they can really makes a difference uh, to the animals in Philadelphia who we serve.
0: And, Melissa, what's the, the time frame on this again on Saturday?
8: So registration opens at ten. It runs until two, and uh, the walk kicks
0: off right in the middle at 11, at eleven o'clock. Excellent, wonderful. Yes. All right. Well, we will we'll send the masses and uh, time to do it in person again, which is yes. really really yes, cool.
8: Indeed. Excellent.
0: All right, <laughs> Melissa. So much, you guys. Good luck with the event. We appreciate it.
8: Thanks very much. All right, Melissa Lee, <laughs>
0: Happening again, which is wonderful. All right, let's break. Come back in just a moment. So make sure you stay put because we won't be gone long.
6: The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You Help You line. Hey, it's Dave from Fuzzy Side Up Carpet and Flooring of South
11: Jersey and Eastern Pennsylvania. FuzzySideUpCarpet.com. That's F-U-Z-Z-Y-S-I-D-E, com. My office number is 609-306-0857. I uh, perform carpet and flooring for South Jersey and Eastern Pennsylvania. Thank you, guys. Next
12: message. Hey, guys. This is Frankie Brennan here from Brennan
11: Beverage Services. Uh, I'm a draft guy, draft beer, draft wine, and liquor. Give me a call, 215-200-6552. You're not buying kegs of foam, guys. Keg the beer. You want it to pour right? Give me a call, 215-200-6552. Thanks very much.
6: The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 933 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell him for less.
0: Uh, that's, I guess from a couple weeks ago, Nick pulled this up because we just played All My Life from Foo Fighters. And they were on the the set of uh, the television show The Morning Show. Yeah, I think it was two episodes ago, maybe. And uh, they, they came out and they rocked it. And it was really cool. It was just like a straight Foo Fighters
9: concert to open the show.
0: Nice. Yeah. And uh, Jennifer Aniston, big, big fan. Yeah. So she was fangirling out big time, which is cool. That's yeah, I nice. think uh,
9: Grohl was kind of fangirling on her, too. Why, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't he? uh-huh. why wouldn't he? Why
0: wouldn't he? Um, real quick, uh I'm a fan of our next guest. Uh it's Andrew. Hi Andrew, are you there? I am here. I want to be your friend. Why do I want to be your friend? Probably because I just made five hundred dollars. Damn right. (laughs) Take me out for drinks or something. (laughs) Be a nice thing. Uh Andrew, tell us about you. Where are you from? What do you do, sir? Uh, I'm from uh, Middletown, Delaware. I'm a structural engineer
7: in Wilmington. Uh, ooh. Um, and, yeah, and now I'm $500 rich. So I <laughs> to take my wife out for a nice pasta dish.
0: Yes, pasta. <laughs> Splurge on some pasta. The meal Why of not? the wealthy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. How long have you been listening to MMR, Andrew? Oh, God, probably about 12 years. Uh, I love that. Excellent, man. Well, listen, this is just a uh, little nod, a little thank you for being a diehard listener of MMR and the Preston and Steve show. And uh, we hope you uh, enjoy your $500. All right, my man? Yes, thank you guys very much. All right, spread the love. Thank you, Mr. Andrew, everybody. That is with the MMR Money Clips. And we are uh, approaching the sunset on that for this particular round of uh, the money giveaways. So don't miss your opportunities. Next one's coming up uh, around 10 or so. Um, Oh, you know what? Yes, thank you, Casey. Uh, We need to send a congratulations out. Uh, to our good friend and uh, former uh, President of the Steve Show family member, Beth Gardner. Uh, she and her husband, Tim, yeah. had a baby girl. Aww. And we congratulate her. It. It's our second child together. And her name is Kira Jane. So it's a very sweet name. <laughs> Uh, so, congratulations, Beth. That's that's really cool, man. We were at her wedding, here. had a blast, man. It yeah. was such a great time. I
4: saw her. She was out on a walk with her baby uh, and her dog, and this was probably two days before she had the baby, and she was walking to just jar that thing loose. She's like, I want this thing
0: out of me. Right, and right. It, yeah.
3: I can imagine that could be daunting after a while.
0: I'm surprised they didn't give her the middle name Delco, because <laughs> yeah. uh, she's a...
2: She oh. might. Or Wawa, Kiro
0: Wawa, Die Hard, Delco. I wonder if anybody's done that, named, given a, a middle name of, of a, Wawa, a, Or like Delco or Delco, yeah, or, or something. Yeah. really, really Philly local. I, or I not bet Philly, you, you know, just in the general area. Oh, I bet you. With the yeah. way people are,
3: listen, people get us tattooed on them. This is true. You know, I mean, it's a, uh, yes. it's not
0: a, not a big jump to that. We did. We've had people name their pets after us. Before. Yes, they definitely yes. have done that. That we have had. Uh, so, and by the way, I I got an update on a guy who named his horse Bajmir, (laughs) uh, just outside of Chicago, actually, believe it or not. We're going to be there next week for the, uh, uh, Radio Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. And and he said, if you have time to come by and and (laughs) take a look at Bajmir, uh, but I don't know if we'll have time for that or not. Hey, um, I did want to bring something about one of our children here, uh, and it's Nick's son, Ben. You had told us and you haven't given us a full detail on this, but Ben has found, a new hobby. I was surprised by it. He's 15 years old, and uh, he developed his hobby over
9: summer um, vacation. He went. To, he goes to this camp that Marissa and I have been to, I've mentioned many times, called Camp Takwa. And he started, while at Takwa this summer, playing poker. Oh, poker! He's gotten... Really good at it, <laughs> and uh, so we we played a little bit this um, uh, maybe two or three weekends ago. Uh, he kicked my ass. I think Holdem, right? Like, Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em, yeah. Okay. And but there, there's several different varieties, case because his friends are into it too. So you know they're me, all playing poker. Well, so it was it was one of those things where like that's that's what I thought, yeah. Steve. I was like at maybe 15. it's just maybe it's just a summer camp thing. We're playing yeah. cards. We're hanging out. You know, passing the time because at this camp there's no screens. No, you know they they, they right. just do like old school activities or whatever. But, no, it wasn't just a summer camp activity. He's brought it home, and now all of his friends play And and case. So, yeah, they play different varieties. So it's like night baseball, follow the queen, whoever's whoever's dealing. Whoever's dealing and whoever's hosting will set the terms and and set the pot and and all that kind of stuff. And he's gotten really good at it, and he loves it. And so I just – I don't think I even knew how to play poker until I was 18 or 19 years old. But he and all of his friends are really into this card game now. Nick, how – How old
2: is uh, is Ben again? He's 15. Yeah, so right around that age, I remember um, my brother Christopher, uh, same thing. He got a poker table, he got the chips, and him and all of his friends started playing poker at that young age. I mean, they would have parties where they would come over and, like, play well into the evening. Yeah, Ben's
9: mom, for Christmas, uh, which was, uh, not for Christmas, for his birthday, which was in September, gave him a really fancy card set, the chips, the whole night. The shoe, the whole thing? Yeah, and he's got, like, and so his next, uh, like, what he wants for Christmas... A, a poker table, so yeah, I, I have, have that green felt and yeah. the whole night, yeah. So I have that,
4: and, and my family. When uh, the pandemic happens last year, we sat around, we played poker, we played uh, Texas Hold'em. Now my son uh, is a terrible poker player because he goes all in right away. It's like, mm, I'm trying to teach you something here, but yeah, what you can goes Casino my, right yeah. now, What you can get is a really nice, like foldable mm-hmm. um, poker tabletop. That I mean, it's it's uh, you know hard. But it, it folds up into three, and then so it stores away really easy. It's got cup holders and all that stuff. So for the drinks. Yeah.
9: For the drinks. Oh, right, yeah. Well, listen, he drinks. <laughs> I, he can drink right, ice tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early temples. Yeah. Case, when did you start playing? Uh, all right. Uh,
4: college. Okay. So I played, and not until my sophomore year. My freshman year, I was uh, busy playing Pinochle, which is a totally cool game for 18-year-olds. Uh, <laughs> but in co- when I was a sophomore, my uh, younger friends who were freshmen, they would play the same thing. Night baseball, follow the Queen, AC Ducey, whoever was dealing, it was their game, and I lost so much money, I, you know, because you would go there with cash, and then I'd I'd bet, and then uh, I would have no money, and then I would start p- betting with IOUs, and then I would have to go to the ATM the next day to start paying people IOUs. Wow. Why does that? Yeah. To, to
3: me, like fifteen seems like young to That's get it? to get into. Poker, like that, to me, now, that'd be a game you pick up in college.
0: That version of it, uh, it, it seems a little bit older. When I was a kid, we played five card draw and, and seven card stud all okay. the time, but just for fun. You I know, but was... I never got into all the varieties of of the games like hold'em and stuff. Yeah, I just, I, I
9: guess, I, the way that I thought of it was like it's a, it's an adult game, not a kid's game. Does he have <laughs> cocktail waitresses?
3: Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> actually, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they all
9: have to wear the new hooters uniform. So
4: that 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 uh, approach to it, where it's you know the dealer's call, like that, uh, you know, I played that down. The the shore with right. like, my my friend's family, and that is a that's more of a you play with like pennies, nickels, dimes, right. quarters, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's more of a like hey, we're it's a game night in, and, and we're just going to kind of hang out and have fun. In college, it was like I'm going to take uh, all of your money for right. that you have saved up over the summer. So what what yeah. what
3: are your have you sort of just sort of tacitly put down. You know, no money
9: until a certain age, or or has he asked? Well, you'd think as a good parent that would yeah. be a decision that I would, but no. And, and like, listen, he's not crazy about the right. betting. They, yeah. they do, Casey. What would you just say? Just like know,
3: driving his Lamborghini. Right?
9: <laughs> right? Well, yeah. yeah, that's his dream car, by the way. Is the Lambo? But he, um, no, it's you know. then their bets never really go over a dollar. But we played with my family this summer, and my, and my uh, nephew and my son. Took my dad for every penny that he had. And it was so, and my dad was, you know, playing along with the grandsons or whatever, but he would bluff you and they would call it immediately. They they knew nuance in a game that I thought uh, a a teenager would not be able to pick up on. Wow. Hmm. I mean, I, yeah, my,
3: I was interested in card tricks and card, you know, manipulation at that age, but my, my real sort of foray into playing. Those kind of games was in college and then it it immediately left. I'm not, it's not my thing.
4: What I have found, and you know, this is just my opinion, is that poker and uh, those games are no good unless you have some skin in the game. If you're not betting with money, then you don't play for real, right? Like, if you have, you know, and I've done that, I've gone on to the, you know, poker sites and stuff like, oh, let's just play. And then, you know, some dude goes all in right away, right. and it's like, ah, oh, you know, can we just play for the fun of it? And, and, but no, unless you're actually playing for money and you actually have it's something not, to lose, of the real experience, imaginary trip uh, or chips, then then it's not it's not fun.
0: Wow, uh, that's interesting. So this is a a hobby he's picked up on. Yeah, and and
9: not just him. I mean, he and all of his buddies sit around and like when they have when they hang out after school or whatever. This is the game that they play.
3: Mm. Have they taken anybody in the back room and broke their hands?
4: <laughs> not yet.
9: No,
5: but they have a hammer. At the ready, <laughs> but just you in know, case.
4: watching that Derek, uh, Derek Guadio show, um, when you, I, I, it makes me a little bit more leery about playing in like you know back rooms or, or whatever. I don't know the
0: Derek Delgado show. Uh,
4: the 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 magician show that we watch, all oh, watched. Oh on- yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah okay yeah that's right because he was a wolf mm-hmm. uh, and and he he needed to learn how to uh, uh, how to lose, pretend like he was losing because he had all these great card skills and he wanted to be. Or he was talking to the guy that was the wolf.
4: Yeah. And, and then he ended up,
0: it. I think, ended up
4: becoming a poker dealer. Right. And, yeah. you know, fixing games for people. I don't think
3: know. It, 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 it's a mature... To me, it has a mature uh, aspect to it. Well, is, is there any other things he's getting into that are of a more mature level? Well, no, but uh, you know what? I think. I I just, suggested upskirts, but I don't think that's... Uh, yeah. uh, no, no. Yeah.
9: And uh, that... No. Yeah, no. <laughs> but... Um, I think that I thought maybe poker was more of an adult game because of the term strip poker when I was a kid. Like I I think looking <laughs> yeah. at the, the two words strip poker and I'm like, right. "Oh, only adults can play this game." Man, we you're did. Taking your clothes off. Man. We did
0: strip poker uh, a few times with friends, men and women mixed. And we got all the way down to the buff, man. Really? Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Fully
3: naked. Fully, How many people were at, fully naked?
0: There were, I think there were six of us playing, and we. Yeah. by the end of it, we were all naked, man. And, and it was, and we were friends. Yeah. But we did this. And and as you're going along, you get desensitized to it yeah. pretty quick. I'm gonna have to call you, mom. It's like when uh, <laughs> when we did the the naked uh, uh, paintball thing, the Bambi yeah. hunt, and once what, you know, at first it's very very awkward. And then after a while, it's just you're just hanging out and mm-hmm. whatever. You get over it pretty quick. But we did full on <laughs> strip poker. That was hilarious. Was it, we were all, hammered. Was it course. at all sexy? Um, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Little tiddly. A little was, bit. Was there money yeah. involved? Well, there's no, there's no, no money because it's all clothing. Yeah. In
4: fact, it's really more of a game of chance than anything because you're you're basically you just you, you have nothing to you, bet. You got nothing to bet. Like it's you, not like you. I, well, as far as I know, you don't bet. Several. Well, I'm going to bet my shirt and my socks. It's like whoever has the worst hand has to take. If you watch that scene
3: in in Friday the Thirteenth where they're playing strip poker, right? The original Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. and then they start to do. Well, one sock is a garment, or mm-hmm. and, yep. and it, yeah. And there's always that yep. that sort of. No, no, you can't do that. No, no, take off your watch. Right, right. That's One no. thing. So, yeah, we we yeah. played it that way.
4: Do you yeah. have to play where everybody starts with the same amount of clothing on?
0: I don't, I don't know. know. So I, no I don't one ever, ever does. I, yeah. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea. But.
4: Nick, your son is not playing strip poker. He's oh, yeah. playing regular poker. So you walk yeah. into the house on a Friday night. It's him and his friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so He has uh, to go up yeah. to his own door, and a, a little thing slides back.
3: Swordfish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me go to uh, Spencer. I like this. Uh, hi, Spencer. Good morning. Good morning. What's what? going on, guys? Yo, buddy. Want to hear your uh, your story about playing uh, poker in college? It says here.
7: All right, so back in college when we were broke as a joke, we used to play what we called low-stakes poker. And what we used to do is bet bets. So, you know, you would raise by making the bet more interesting. And one time it came to a friend uh, that's sleeping outside. He was raised sleeping outside only in his underwear, covered in peanut butter. Oh, God. Uh, okay. And he lost. Oh. And so every night, that weekend, when the sun went down, he had to go outside covered in peanut butter, and he found a couch in someone's trash and <laughs> drug it into the woods. Oh my god! <laughs> and on the last night, the police found him in the morning, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yes. and they thought he was covered in well, not Crap. peanut oh, butter. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. <laughs> and he just started shouting like, "I lost the bet! I lost the bet! I lost <laughs> oh, the bet!"
0: That's great. That's, wow, so that's like, that's like poker meets.
7: He, he got out of trouble and everything like that, but uh, uh, we had to stop playing that game.
0: Listen, he uh, he made good on his bet. He yeah. didn't no, well. he won't. I, yeah. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. That's poker? Amen to
7: that. Poker man. meets truth or damn. Right?
0: Yep, totally. Yeah. All right, thanks, Spencer. Appreciate it, man.
4: You guys ever play AC Ducey? No. no. Uh, what's the game? All right, so um, I it's been a long time it, since i it. played it. I think it's essentially like high or low okay right, so um, but I was playing one time in college, and now listen, you can lose your money because you essentially you make the bet right, so it's like let's say but you can only bet as much as is that's in the pot, right, so if there's ten bucks in the pot, you can't bet twenty bucks, but uh, I was playing one time, and there was a lot of money in the pot, and so the the card was dealt, and then I saw what the next card was so and and it was like a ridiculous thing, right uh it was like. Nobody would call over, right? But it was over. And I remember I go, hang on a second. I need a moment. And I went into the other room my friend Vince. I go, dude, I'm like, the next card's a nine. And I'm like, I, I'm like I, I can win. Like there was like a couple hundred bucks on the table. And I'm like, what do I do, right? He goes, well, don't bet the whole thing, you know, but you can bet a lot. And so
0: is that cheating? Is that No, 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 no. You saw it. I saw it. It, it, it. it no. You did not actively go out of your way to gain an advantage. Right. It was shown to you. It was knowledge that was to the, you. It was alone. the dealer's fault, Casey. You did not cheat. Okay. No, I don't think. What, what would you guys think? No, but is
3: there an own? No, because because then there'd be a whole plethora
0: of things yeah, that would be. Is there an honor code, right, where, where you're you're agreed upon if you see something if if it is tipped it is up to you mm-hmm. it is uh, to say something I I disagree one hundred percent it's up yeah. to it's up to
3: each player and the dealer to yeah. keep the the um, their cards hidden yeah and if they don't that's not your fault
0: the dealer has a job we call that bleeding by the way we play cards at home right. and if you can start to see somebody else's card we say you're bleeding
3: so if you if you but if you're actively trying to see someone else's car yes you're cheating that's
9: the violation yeah man we would play a hole in college a lot and uh it's like a strategy <laughs> you game. you were supposed Steve. to cheat in that game well so but that was what i was gonna say it's like a drinking game right, yeah. but man people would just be rampant with the cheating and if you caught somebody cheating at a hole they were the automatic a-hole because you would like the president was in charge and the president could make everybody drink and the a-hole was the lowest on the wrong but many <laughs> people would
0: try to cheat every single hand sure when, uh, I'm going to go to Bob next. Hey, Bob, good morning. What's up, fellas? Yo, Bob, what's up, man?
11: So, I heard you guys say AC
10: Doocy. Yeah.
11: Um, I just learned how to play it, and uh, I just thought it was fun to call pot, so I would do it every single time. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, so, like, I went down, like, the first few rounds, like, 30 bucks, like, 10 bucks. Uh, one round, I went down to 60 but it was just fun, but then the pot went up to four ninety and I you have to get between like a, a two and a king.
5: There's oh. a
11: good chance of, right, so there's a good chance it's gonna be between a two and a king. Called it, got pot, got my four ninety, and then some kid like leans back and I was like, What's wrong? He's like, Well, I don't have any money on me, but I have to vend my an extra three hundred.
5: Oh my god.
4: I
3: didn't, I, don't, I didn't so, make him do it. Uh, uh, see, I'm, I'm not good at... Because I'm trying to understand yeah. what he's talking
4: what about. Is, pot what happens, is what does calling pot mean? Yeah, so, uh, well, whatever money is on the table, yep. that's
0: that's the pot. So and that's the yeah, basis what, of what, what he does. But,
11: so. but if it was outside of
4: a king
5: and
11: a two, I would owe double of what's on the table. Okay,
0: see, I know what I know what the pot is, but when you call pot, I don't know what that means. You're, you're betting so that the pot. Means you're betting the pot.
11: Say, okay. So let's say there was a two and a king out, and I called pot. If it's between... I pull all the money. If okay. it's outside, like if it's an ace, I would owe four ninety times two.
3: Right. Okay. My attention span is so limited that I uh, like I, t- I would yeah. be I'd be horrible at these games. A good card game for me is what card am I holding?
4: Well, I mean, listen, that is essentially it. You're, you're basically calling high or low, and that, that that's is it. it. Yeah. So, uh, Bob, I do have a question though. So it's between a two and a king, and you call pot, and, and you're going to bet. And, it, and, and well, hang on, hang on. My question yeah. is: What if a two or a king comes out? Is that is that a push?
11: Oh, oh God! So then that means you would owe, uh, I think, triple. Uh, oh, you would, no, no, no. I'm sorry. If it lands on a two or king, oh that's the God. double the amount on the on the table. If it lands outside, you just owe the amount
0: on the table. Okay, okay. so yeah, because it's more. Astronomical that, that you would, yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it, Is Ben playing ec 2 Well, Thanks, no Bob.
9: No, it's just like five card uh, right. poker, and, you know, hold them, that type, that type of thing, you know, traditional games or whatever. But I'm sure that at some point they'll get bored of
0: the games that they're playing yeah.
9: and switch it up, you know, start playing if he starts starts ones. running a casino. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like he's
0: got the brain for it. Right. Here's a tag says, a um, woman played strip poker with a couple of guys and my best girlfriend in college. We were definitely drinking pretty heavily. And they suggested it, of course, uh, hoping that the girls would get naked. Little did they know. The two of us were actually pretty good at poker, and by the end of it, it was a couple of naked guys, <laughs> and the girls were still fully clothed. Uh, that's that great. That one definitely backfired on them. Wow. Uh, and yeah, Casey, I, I think people are uh, siding for you okay. uh, that uh, you did not cheat. Yeah, it's the dealer's fault, right?
4: I, I mean, so is the onus on me to go, hey... I saw the I next saw card. That.
0: I saw the next card. How yeah. much
4: money did you win? I, you know what? It was like only like four or five thousand dollars. You know, <laughs> yeah, somewhere it. in that area, not Nick,
9: much.
3: How many uh, cigars student. can Nick uh, can Ben smoke in one? Yeah, uh... yeah,
0: he's, <laughs> yeah, he's in the smoking now. There's a lot of whiskey. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Good morning.
12: Good morning. Congrats on your
0: uh, winning, oh, husband
12: on, Steve. You're oh, the, thank
5: Radio you. Radio
0: Hall of that's Fame. Thank, nice. you. thank we you. appreciate that, Michelle. What's up?
12: Okay. I grew up in the Far northeast by uh, Bybury State Hospital. I right. used to hang on the corner with all the guys and play poker, 7 cards stud, and follow the queen. Okay. And
3: you'd play it out on the street corner? Were you good?
12: Yeah. Yeah, well, we grew up in my right right there in the far... So you hung on the corner by your house, and you sat in a circle... And you start playing with change, and then you would, like, up someone, a quarter, a dime, depending on what's going with the pot, and it would get up to dollars and fight. I'm still winning to this day. So
3: you've continued playing on the street corner, and you just play for coins?
12: Yeah, coins and dollars, then you get up to dollars, and then you, you know.
3: Wow. I bet you she's, I bet you, you, so you're good?
12: Huh? Are you good? I've been winning. winning. Just tell you, I've been winning. I have to brag on the radio since 1985, and I'm still winning.
0: (laughs) Do you ever take that over to the casino?
12: Uh, I don't really care for it. It's boring. I get bored, you know? It's like, you know what? I used to go to Reno all the time, my friends, and and, and we would just sit at the bar, drink, and play the poker machine (laughs) for
3: fun. I like Michelle. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you're you're, you're around the street corner. You're a purist. You're a purist. Thanks, Michelle. Uh, what's yeah, when that? he's playing, when he's he, he, in Bronx Tale, Bronx oh, Tale, yeah,
0: yeah, he's playing with yeah. the mobsters, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Casey, follow the Queen. That's not uh, that's not three card money. No,
4: so. follow the Queen is I think essentially whenever whatever card uh, is dealt after the Queen becomes the wild. Oh wow! And so your hand can change yeah. over time. Like, like you that. can, you know, you could you could be sitting there with like a three of a kind or or a full house, and then the Queen
9: can come up. And that will change your hand completely. I like
3: Hungry Hippos. Oh,
4: my God. That's a lot
3: of <laughs> Simple fun. game.
9: Yeah. Let's I, I, see Bond play that at Casino Royale. The first time I watched the movie Rounders, uh, which is a great movie and a great poker movie, I just, I didn't understand it. Like, for some reason, poker, it's kind of beyond me a little bit. And, and some of the bets that Matt Damon would make in that movie and, like, you know, the way that he would play um, uh, Malkovich... It, I, I know that he's using skill there. It's just yeah. I don't get where that skill comes from. Well, I mean, hanging, around. <laughs> yeah. hanging around, hanging
4: around. It's, it's it's a fun ride. It's you know you kind, used to play a lot. It's kind of realistic, but you know, but also at the same time, you know, oh, hang on a second. When he licks the cream off of the Oreo, that's his big tell. And right, nobody, you know, right, I mean, it's it's silly, but I've got yeah. a good hand. Yeah. yeah, the I think when you're playing one game, that's when you know. Uh, that sort of can take place when you're doing what your son's doing. It's I think it's harder when because there are so many different strategies, right? And so like I my strategy is better at uh, hold them right. There's a kid when who's- you open like when it's like. Stud or Omaha or any of these other things. I'm like, I don't necessarily know how to play.
9: We were talking about it over the weekend, and there's a kid named Eli, and he wins most of the time. And so, really? th- yeah, Eli's already like in charge of this little group of kids because he's, he's the little chief. He, yeah, 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 he's he's the one who's uh, sets the game and wins a lot. Well, patience is key when it comes to
4: uh, poker. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I hear people, <laughs> I've heard people brag about how many times they folded. You know, it's like, all right. You know, it's it's better to, to fold and lose little money or no money than it is to be ballsy and, you know, go
0: in, go yeah. all in. Yeah. I don't know. I never got into it. Uh, but it's interesting that, that he's doing it at that age. You were a craps uh, guy most of the time, right? Yeah, yeah. I would play craps. Mr. Devereaux, that yep. was your uh, casino alter ego. And
3: mm-hmm. you were loving it.
0: It was fun. And then I realized, so I was kind of keeping track of, uh, of you know, roughly what I was winning right. and losing. And, uh, like, I did it over a year's time, and I pretty much broke even. Which yeah. is good, actually. Which is good. Yeah. It is good. It's real good, actually. But then I was like, well, what am I doing? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm not really getting out of this, Any anything out of this. And also, I I saw some people around me that... Probably shouldn't have been betting their entire paycheck uh-huh. on the yes, table. And it kind of bummed me out a little bit. So yeah, I was like, oh man, I don't, I don't want to. You know, did uh, you wear the eye
9: patch on the same eye all the time, or did you move it? I switched to it around a little bit. Sometimes uh. I
0: put it on my mouth, which was <laughs>
5: confusing for the dealers. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I like
9: uh, uh, blackjack's my game, and, and that's what I like to play. But the I and I agree with you and your perspective on it, Preston. But the way that I saw it is like you are just buying some entertainment for a little street. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and and you're, like you're hanging out yeah. sometimes having some drinks with friends or whatever. I, I never won a lot of money playing blackjack, but I never lost a lot either. So it was just, you know, some time that's fun.
4: Yeah. Um, blackjack can suck because you can sit there at the table and do everything.
0: Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> and, I, and just I made get every- destroyed.
4: Yep, and just get destroyed. Yeah. Mean, that happened to me the last time I played. <laughs> I was like... I just sat but it was fun. Yeah. I was there with somebody who was, who was playing blackjack for the first time in their life, and and so that was neat. And I just sat there and for an hour, hour and a half,
0: I just bled money. Oh yeah, yeah. And we were we were at uh, Parker's birthday party and we were, we were playing uh, blackjack. All name, all of us, just the dealers just destroying us. And like every now and then you'd hear somebody screaming over at the at the roulette table. Roulette table, just like f you, <laughs> suck it. But we had a good time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I lost you know three four hundred dollars, <sighs> but but we had a great time yeah that's what you well, you, you paid for that play yeah, yeah right, like nick it. was saying yeah. it's, it's for the entertainment which right. is, now what at what point with ben and his hobby at 15 years old where you go I think we need to reel it back a little bit, there, buddy. Yeah, when he starts losing his bicycle, and, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> because he's, yeah. maybe he's going to going to want to start playing other games too. I know, you, you know, know what I mean. Where's your squirt gun? Yeah, <laughs> that's the fear that he actually
9: starts taking the gambling portion of it uh, seriously. But Listen, right now, it's Dad, just...
3: there's some people coming here tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Steve, yeah. they pull up in a limo and throw him out on the yeah. front lawn. They slow yeah. down. Yeah. Those yeah, are
5: some friends, about <laughs> right.
0: But I, I will
4: say, in rounders, the one thing that Matt Damon does say is, you know, it's the way he's arguing with his girlfriend or wife or fiance or whoever she is, he's like, there's a reason... That all the same people are in, like, the final table. Oh, yeah. There, there is a, I mean, listen, it is a game of chance, but there is skill, skill involved, no doubt. Yeah. And so it, your son is smart. Like, these guys, simple arithmetic, simple, yeah. you know, just being able to, you know, add quickly. I mean, it's, it's always calculus, It's but. always pissed
3: me off at the notion that that because someone has the ability or is, is astute enough to count cards, mm. which is not, not, it's not exceeding the parameters of the game. You're
0: simply good at the game that you will sometimes be penalized for that. I don't get that. Um, I was always amazed when I would go play craps at the craps dealers and their ability to quickly do math because it blew me away. (laughs) I needed help. (laughs) I'm not very good at math. And when they're making change and you have a lot of money on the table and a lot of different bets and each (laughs) roll creates something – they're asking you questions about, all right, you know, you need, uh, you know, if, if you won, uh, you know, you won, eight. and the, the numbers aren't even in yeah. crap, so no like sometimes, Stop yeah, it's, sometimes it's, it's like, I'm right, thinking. you won $12, you need to give me three to, to press another bet on this and blah, 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 and it's happening all so fast, and there's all these people that, that are really good at it, and I'm not, I, I, that's part of the reason why I bailed on it, too, yeah, because dealers, the math is real fast. What's dealers five and seven? <laughs> hang on, hang on.
9: Hang on. Uh, no, but dealers, like, this skill involved and a good dealer can do all of that and then be social at this same time you know yes. chat with you and get to know you sure and, sure you know yeah it's, it's a tough job
0: yeah so all right well let us know how it goes i will yeah uh with uh we'll start calling him worm because that yeah. was uh <laughs> that's right Ed, Ed norton's Norton. character yeah. in uh in rounders how's yeah. worm doing <laughs> uh interesting well that's uh at 15 years old it's a, it's an interesting hobby to it is that. life yeah. skill yeah all right, well listen, we have your chance to win. Uh no betting involved at all. It's a Preston and Steve tattoos day today. Yeah. Three hundred and fifty dollar gift certificate for floating world tattoo and piercing. All you need to do is text the word tattoo uh to three nine three 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 and you might win a tattoo from Floating World and Piercing. Uh Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Uh we also have very little skill required as well. The MMR Money Clip coming up in 1 hour from now exactly. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. Uh that stuff and more coming up. We'll be right back.
6: What's new? Why do you asked Foo Fighters. Aaron
12: Jones.
6: Hey, now you can be my my Billy Idol.
5: <laughs>
7: New music, more of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR.
0: said I was going to try to get some overdue uh, shout out. Let me go to this one. It says, uh, I'm writing a letter. Hope you guys will, will give my fantastic best friend. Mandy Davenport, oh. a shout-out for her birthday. Mandy's a die-hard longtime fan of the President Steve show. Uh, and she says that uh, she's a longtime listener of the show, and this would just make her birthday extra special. She and I were actually introduced because of the show. How about that? And without it, might not be friends. In fact, we have been out to several events of yours together over the years and have met many of the show's members. This past year has been a rough one for her, but she's been working extremely hard to be the best that she can be. And I and my family are very proud of her and love her. This shout-out would make her day, week, month. Uh, her birthday is October 17th, but she podcasts, so anytime around that would be great. Uh, thank you for all you do. And it says, uh, that is from Holly Bruno, and she says, P.S. E.J. says, happy birthday, Aunt Mandy. So here's a shout-out for the lovely Mandy Davenport. Uh, here's one that says, uh, hey, you guys, have you noticed at the end of It's Always Sunny's credits... That they do bass backwards in a sense. Yes, it changes as the season goes, but they utter a word or phrase backwards. Are you guys aware? I've never heard you address it. We uh, actually asked by you or it. any of the Sunny Gang. What's up? I'm sorry, you were reading something. Uh, no, that's all right. No, we have asked them about it. Uh, I don't remember I'm, asking. Yeah, well, it.
4: I mean, we've there's, had them on so many times. Yeah. yeah,
9: there's just a quick little snippet at the end of the credits where they uh, say something backwards, and it's uh, it started off as I think that their names, you know, and so but they've been doing it at the end of the credits since the show began. That's
0: By the way, there's bro, it's Friday. Eh? There you go. <laughs> That's what they started with. <laughs> there's more to this email, but you know what else? Uh, <clears throat> the reason I started, I decided to watch uh, Gravity Falls with my daughter, is she showed me a YouTube video of all the episodes where there was backwards talking. Hmm. Yeah. And then they would play them forward to show the you know what they were and I'm like I'm like wait, this is a cartoon that has like backwards masking in it, and, you know, and she's like yeah, she says really cool. So when they would do these certain chants and so on, they were saying things. Uh and so I was kind of intrigued by it and the fact that that whole cartoon series was actually a progressive storyline. It had right. a beginning and end to it. It wasn't just You know, like SpongeBob episodes, everything tied in and eventually came together. So I watched the entire. Series with her, uh, like a year ago. It there was, was awesome. an
9: epi- episode of The Simpsons, uh, early on where they did, um, Who Shot Mr. Burns? And yes. Lisa Simpson comes out and this it's this Twin Peaks riff, right? She comes out and she starts talking <laughs> backwards to Chief Wiggum. And, uh, the way that, uh, who's the actress? That, is it yearly, yeah, yearly Smith talked about that. She did it just like you do it, oh, yeah, she had to say the thing backwards. And then that's how they recorded it, and so it sounded like uh, it sounded like when we do backwards. She did a solid
0: job yeah. of it too. I remember watching that. We yeah. get that audio because
9: that 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 whole riff from
3: um, Twin Peaks. They would have uh, Kyle McLaughlin would be sitting on the couch, and there was always this sort of bizarre state he would go into, and a, and a little person would come out, right. and and talk. And it was always it was always backwards. I don't know if it was played backwards or if he as well was doing that thing where you say it yourself without
0: um, playing it backwards uh, i'll mention another famous backwards scene steve which is from uh top secret oh yes with uh, uh peter cushing and the reason they did that is because it was supposed to be in swedish and they they were <laughs> joking around they said well swedish sounds like english backwards so they shot the entire <laughs> sequence they're speaking in english yeah, yeah. but they're playing it backwards the whole scene and everything they're doing looks like it's moving forward except for some uh, some very obvious it's facts. brilliant it's such a great scene. But he blows
3: the dust off the book, yeah, and, and it, know, it all goes yeah. back onto the book. Uh, and then it's the dog wild. walks through backwards, and the whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's terrific. Do yep. you want to hear some of the Always Sunny in backwards? Yeah.
0: Real oh. quick, uh, at, let, me, let me do this, and then we'll do that. It says, also, Preston, I've been waiting on a high-grandmom shard out for my almost-stepdaughter, Yules, and the days just keep going by. I stream every show, so uh, when you get the chance... To get to that, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> uh, I love you guys, Gadget says from John Cantwell. So, a hi, Grandmom. Hi,
4: Grandmom.
0: Shart, if you could. Oh, uh, they're on separate pages. In case you want to handle the fart on this yeah, one. Yeah, I got you. All right. Hi, Grandma. There we go. go. Yeah. Thank you. So, and by the way, sometimes it takes me a while to get Yeah, me. come on, man. And sometimes I don't get to him at all. He's a working man. Get off my nuts, John. <laughs> all right, what's <laughs> up, Case? What are we uh, playing Uh This at? is always sunny backwards. All right. All right. Okay. Is it brown? Is it brown? Is it brown? Good work. Oh, that's it. Backward. Is it brown? Is it brown? Is it brown? Good? Yeah. He says. Is it brown? Is it brown? Is it brown? Good work. Is it brown? Is it brown? Is it brown? Good work. Interesting. And maybe just something random. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Oh, sorry. No, you got another one? Yeah. Go for it. Clown, baby, brown, clown, clown, baby, brown, clown. It's gibberish. <laughs>
9: yeah. yeah. So, whatever makes them laugh that week.
0: I guess so. You know? All right. Okay. Nice. Uh, here's another quick uh, shout out says, Hey, I want to send a shout out to my best friend, Rachel. Her and her husband have uh, finally officially adopted their daughter Aww. after a very long battle and process. And I'm so proud of them both for fostering and then adopting their daughter. Uh, Rachel and I became best friends because of your show. Man, look here's at the other one. We're like a force for good in the world, I guess. Uh, I had been laughing while listening to your podcast in the office when Rachel had approached me to ask what I kept laughing at when I told her I was listening to Preston Steve. That is when we knew that we would be best friends. We had been to several Cardboard Classics. Our sorority sisters had been in studios, and I even sent her a birthday card with the entire dialogue of Casey and Eric Lindros' love song written out. Uh, she writes, "Thank you all for being that common ground to build our friendship on, and congratulations to Rachel and Michelle and Michael on their I adoption." Eric Lindros should be
4: calling my phone. Yes. My phone.
0: And uh, have a nice flight. And please forget about the moose for a moment, she says. To Eric, because um, we're kind of around the same age. So
4: uh, I don't know what it was. But, uh, you know, I sort of fell in love with you a little bit in a totally gay way. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I don't know. You, you do that uh, to guys, Eric. You do, <laughs>
3: you it, do it, it to dudes. dudes, man. Yeah. I don't know what just happened here, but it was uncomfortable.
12: Jeez, these things happen. Oh,
0: jeez. They're going to
12: happen. You know, there are some...
0: Some ways to... Uh, Should I let it go? The, uh, yeah, we got to hear the end. It's uh, the best part. Stay away from, uh, from from them occurring, but they will occur.
4: Here we go. So you're, you're in Toronto now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I want you back here in Philly.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Oh. We want you back here in Philly. Oh my
9: God. Uh, yes, Nick. <laughs> Speaking of adoption, uh did you guys see the story that was floating around yesterday or the day before the kid uh got adopted officially and he invited his entire class to yes. join him in the court in the courtroom? Adorable. It was the cutest thing I've seen in a long oh time. My and the, the kid is adorable. All of these uh classmates who were all in kindergarten were holding up these cardboard things that, that they were like hearts, uh, and they were just talking about in the courtroom why they were there and it was because that they loved him. Oh, it's just I was floored seeing this story. He oh. was so freaking adorable. That
2: was um that was in the news a while ago. Is that an older story? I don't, know make, if, yeah. I don't know if it's an older story, or, but but that ki- that specific family was in, maybe because he was going, you know, they were going to go for the adoption or whatever it was, but I remember seeing him and all the support that he got from uh, the kids it's in his great. class. Really cute. Marissa? Nick,
13: I, I I came across it too. We must follow some same meme account. Um, it's a second story in a week that I've looked up that was like two or three years old. Okay. Oh, wow. So this one, uh, it was a kid who got adopted. It was so cute, and I went to Google to find the real story, and I was like, I'm so upset that it's not being reported on. And then I realized that it was from 2019. And then no. press, and there was another one about, about a um, bird that was orange that they found um, that was covered in curry, but that was from 2017. <laughs> and and like,
3: did that bird get adopted? No.
13: Oh. But he did get cleaned up. I was going to send you for the for the bizarre files. Ah. I was like, oh, this is hilarious. So and <laughs> then <Okay>. I <just laughs> start doing research. And I was like, oh, it's it's five years old. Well, oh, I, wow. I,
0: I do get stories that people send me that are that are either outdated or are just flat out false. And I mean yeah. so yeah. obvious. Obviously false that I have to send it back. Thank you, but take another look at that. Yeah, story. this might be inaccurate. It's not even close. But I've told
13: you guys about things that like make me cry, and that one made me tear up because oh it's yeah. so cute. And the little kid and the, and the judge let him bang the gavel to like make it official. He was up on the uh, the stand up there. I'm so a
3: sucker cute. for the uh, for the uh, children who get a little bit older, and then as a present, will sort of uh, ask. For the uh, the foster parent to adopt them, oh, yeah, man. It is uh, funny
9: though, like when that stuff, you know, if you miss the story the first time around, and then yeah. it resurfaces via memes or you know amalgamation accounts or whatever that you see, it, and it's you know it was new. it was new for
0: me. Yesterday. Are you are you? Slightly disappointed that it's an old story, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Because I thought it was a like, little bit. This
9: is cool that I saw it and I uh, want to share it with everybody. Now, Nikki, you
0: wanted to tell us <laughs> something about the Hindenburg, correct? Yeah,
9: I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw this. It's, it's tragic. It, it blew up. up. It, it was, was, bad. was in this field.
0: It was bad. Um, no, I I know what you're saying, and it's it's touching and wonderful and beautiful and and should be celebrated again and again. But when you see so oh man, son, son of a, a bitch, a damn, damn it. it, it's not as cute as I thought it was. I'm two years late, or I don't like you're saying I don't get to share. This. Yeah. I was going to be yeah. the one who shared this. It's a cruddy commercial. God. Wow. All right, well, Marissa shared something with me, and we just played the Eric Lindros clip, uh, which kind of ties into this. But um, uh, uh, NBC Sports uh, had a uh, feature that they did. And was it, was this their idea? Do we know, Nick? Well, they, it's not an original idea, speaking of <laughs> new ideas versus older ideas. But uh, they,
9: they, I've seen other people do this, and I think they did it with the Eagles a few years back. But they, they took it and they ran with it with uh, some of the guys some of the Flyers who joined the team this year. There's a whole bunch of new guys on the on um, the team, new faces. And so Taryn Hatcher, uh, who's doing a great job as um pre and post-game host for the
0: Flyers, uh, ran this video last night before the game. All right. This is uh this is new players trying to pronounce names of local areas. <laughs> All right,
7: Bala Sinwide.
0: Bala Sinwit. Bala kinwit. Bala Sinwid.
10: Bala Sinwide.
11: Sinwid <laughs> Khan conshohoken.
10: <laughs> Khan Showhoken,
6: Oh.
11: Khan Showhoken, Khan Showhoken,
6: Khan Showhoken,
11: My bad? Khan Showhoken,
6: Khan
11: Showhoken, Khan Showhoken,
0: Google? Oh. Okay. No. I think honestly, if I went through it again. That I... was when they were explaining it to him. Uh, oh. Somebody off camera goes to school and he's like, Scookel? I thought uh, he was uh, I would What the <laughs> hell? How, <laughs> how the hell do you get that?
9: The guy that actually did the best was Rasmus Rustalinen, who's yeah. from, from Finland. Yeah. <laughs> Kinvid. Yeah. Kin, well, Balakinvid. He did better than the Canadians and the Americans. Alright,
4: I don't know which words are uh Native American in uh and Balakinwood as well. As well. Okay, because Uh, This area did have a pretty healthy Finnish population, right? I
5: don't
4: know. Or maybe it might have been Swedish. Swedish. <laughs> Swedish. Yeah, they're Swedish. Yeah, they're all in the same area.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all the they same. similar flags. Yeah. <laughs> um, they pretend they're
4: different, but they're exactly the same.
0: The one that I had issue when I when I first moved into the area, and I, I think it was actually years later when uh, we were on the show together, and it was uh, Gloucester. Oh, Gloucester, yeah. yeah. I think I said uh, Gloucester or something like that. Okay. It's kind of spelt like, like Worcester. Um, uh, Worcester, Worcester uh, Mass. Massachusetts. Worcester, yeah. Massachusetts. Is Worcester, or no. Yeah, is that, yeah.
9: There's a Worcester <laughs> in this area. Right. Yeah. Right, and but but up there it's
0: Worcester. Worcester, exactly. yes, Worcester, which is, Massachusetts. Which is where you get uh, Worcestershire, uh, Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, you right. know, Worcester, if you look at it, it's spelled the same as Worc- right. Yeah, Named after How the English
9: Knock it off. The one in our area is Worcester. The one
0: yeah. in Massachusetts is Worcester. Is Worcester. Yeah. And is this, we're looking at, is this Gloucester County? Yeah, not New Gloucester. Not, not Gloucester. Or Gl- Gloucester. Gloucester. That's the one that I that I would uh, stumble over a little Bastards. bit. Gloucester. Lived here my whole life. I'm still not sure I can spell. It's Google. Can you right. guys spell it? No, no. Wouldn't yeah. even try. I nope. I tried to. I know it's S-C-H, and then you... there's an L where it's not supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. S-K-O-O-K-I-L. 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 yeah. Is, is there, a... there an I in there? No. Yeah.
9: Uh, well, in the yeah. kill portion yeah.
4: of it, yes. Okay, that's not a Y? No, <laughs> <laughs> there's a Y earlier. There,
9: there is a Y in there? Y is it's in the skook I. part. S-C-H-U-Y-L-K-I-L-L. How
3: about that river over there?
9: Yeah. Know, you asked earlier, Casey, uh, maybe a few weeks ago about um, words that mean something in other words. So kill means something in rivers and lakes. Yes. Uh, right. It's like it has to do with, it's not like a, a fish kill. It's like um, a, a Lenny Lenape name for water. Ah. Oh, right? Okay. Is right? it? Right? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it. Right? You're absolutely stating a fact. to go, right? No. It is, no. A, uh, it is
3: a Native American word for sedan. What I am stating mm-hmm. is a hypothesis. Is it really? <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Four door horses (laughs) back then. The
0: sedan. They were so (laughs) impressed. Created another word. Um, Nick is looking up a kill as a body of water.
9: Yeah, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if what the origins were. I I said Lenny
0: Lenape, but I made that part up. It is most commonly Lenny
3: Lenape was the most popular of the Lenape Indian.
0: A kill is uh, most commonly a crick. Kathy. Oh,
2: Oh, yes. You know cricks.
0: That's where you love to go fishing. Uh, but also a tidal inlet, river, strait, and arm of the sea. I I went on a little search not that long ago because I was trying to figure out um – what technically like what a cape is? And an estuary? Or what yeah, there there are yeah. various names for bodies of water. Right. When you hear it, I know it's a body of water, but I don't know why it is defined as a cape or a bay. I know roughly what they are. Right. Or a lagoon versus a, you know Pond. All these or different a tributary. all these different things. And there's a there's a whole lot of different uh, words for very specific when, types of bottles of bodies of water. When does a pond become a lake? March. Yeah.
9: March. Okay. <laughs> right as spring, spring is beginning. It has so. to do with summer. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Uh, so cool kill, it kill go ahead and change the
3: signs. It's March.
9: I said Lenny Lenape, but it's Middle Dutch.
3: Oh. oh. It has
0: nothing to do with Native Americans. No, no, no. Middle. am making that part up. I got you.
3: That's go how on. they identified the sedan.
0: Somebody had texted in. Hang on a second here. They're talking about uh, this area uh, having a uh, a strong Swede uh, population. Yeah, the, the Swedish Museum is in FDR Park. Case. Oh, and yeah. German
3: too. Yeah, yeah. And
4: Dutch. As a, as a matter of fact, my my friend's uncle, he had back in the day, created a, it was essentially, uh, it was a laminated thing that made it look like he had worked at the Swedish Museum and he would use that to park for free for Eagles games. Yes. What? Yeah. And this is like, you know. That's cheating. That is cheating, right? (laughs) He made a fake parking
3: pass and made it seem as if he worked at the Swedish Museum so he could park
4: for, for games. Yeah. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And it worked for many, many seasons. When was he discovered? I don't know if he ever was discovered. Was I think he's he, Come to, here, <laughs>
3: write your name.
0: What time frame was that?
4: This is probably the 90s. Okay, it's and if,
0: uh, Spender. Would he park specifically by the museum?
4: Yeah, I mean, you. so there are essentially, I think there's three entrances to the park, uh, two on Patterson. I think there is another entrance on uh, that you can get in on uh, Broad Street. So he would come in the back entrance where the golf course is. Uh, and Coming
3: to wh- the place where I work, oh, what's this over here, a game? I think <laughs> I'll check it out.
4: But there's also, the, the Swedish museum is yeah. right there, uh, and so that's what he would do.
0: That's it's actually a bold go. move. Mm-hmm. Would he have to? Would he ever show up? And there wasn't any parking right at the Swedish Museum. And once still you park get in, anywhere. Once you get in, you're fine. Okay. You know
4: they're, they're not watching you drive all the way over to the Swedish Museum. But
0: Could, wait, okay, so I don't follow. You had to pay for parking on the way in. Yeah, pay, me- I thought it was metered. I'm sorry. No, okay. no, no, all right. no, 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 no. Ha- yeah, you
4: pay for parking, and I think at that time, interesting, it, dude, it's forty bucks to park for an
0: Eagles Yo, game. Cheers,
4: God,
3: that's crazy. What a what a hose job! That's insane. That's a Swedish phrase. We went
0: to the uh, to John Mulaney, and uh, my son was looking at the parking prices. He's not he's not gone to parking garage, and I I like to park in a garage just because I feel better about it, right? And it's easier to find a spot. Sure. And uh, so he's like he's like Dad as. Look at that! It's twenty five dollars for all day parking. I go, son, son,
5: son.
0: <laughs> I go. You have no idea. Yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> in, that's incredibly cheap uh, for for parking in Philadelphia. Yeah, uh, but I, I
4: parked in a garage around the corner from that, and it was awesome because you pay, uh you you went and paid at the at the kiosk, and then it gave you. Uh, your name came up on a little screen and said like six minutes. It told you exactly how long it was going to take. I love the parking apps. Mm-hmm. I use them all the time. Yeah, and Park uh, Mobile they, I use. Yeah, a they've bit.
3: gotten much better at identifying where you are, so you don't have to look for that sign that has a little number on it. Yeah, I, I, I use it with great success.
0: Uh, going back to naming of bodies of water, somebody texted and said, "Bodies of water are named for nothing at all. A toy
9: at all." There's another Swedish thing in Old City, uh, right off of, um, what is it, 2nd Street. If you're driving uh, near, say, Club Briskay, for example, on Delaware Avenue. Another Swedish establishment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's on the right-hand side if you're heading south on... uh... Oh, Ikea. No. (laughs) (laughs) Because that is right near Club there, there. yeah. No, not that. Before you get to the Ikea... Well, all right, so there's two Swedish things in that general (laughs) area. But I don't know if it's another museum, Casey, but it's something Swedish-related. It's the Swedish Museum of Strippers. No, I think the Swedes were, like, the first to settle here before um, the the Germans, Germans, before uh, before William Penn, all that stuff. Uh, uh, Listen, uh, I'm... uh, I used to be up on it a little bit more, but I think I'm woefully yeah. uninformed uh, when it comes to the history of the, the area. There's Swedesford Road. There's Swedesford, New Jersey. Oh um, yeah. So yeah. there's a bunch of Swede areas. I, mean, I actually became aware of it
4: when I was studying for the first uh, Delco versus Bucksco. Uh, I was on uh, you studying.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you studied too. Totally.
0: Uh, you first studied one. better than I did. <laughs> Do you remember what Buck, uh, Bucks County was named after? Uh,
2: Bucks County or Bucks Levith- County. Levittown? Bucks County. What it was named after? Yeah. Oh. I
0: remember it from from your guys contest from the English Buckinghamshire Oh, English.
2: oh right right Buckinghamshire. Okay. 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 Yes. Buckinghamshire yeah
4: yeah hmm. and uh, Delco was uh, Delcopolis uh,
0: <laughs> the Greek and, yeah. yeah
4: it
0: was yeah. in <laughs> what was that near the 12 mile circle or yeah. was that down there or sure <laughs> 13, thirteen thirteen mile 13 circle. mile circle 13 mile circle God, that was so much fun. We'll never do it again. No. Muckin Pates is a thing. I don't Muck even remember what it is. Isn't it a river? <laughs> Might be a creek. I never knew there was a creek called Muck, Muck and Pates. Pates. <laughs> It was one of my all-time favorite things we ever did on this show. Was Busco versus
2: Delco. my friend texted me? She's like, "Hey, are you guys doing that again this year?" I was like, "It's not a yearly thing." Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and I, and I he, had
0: waved the white flag. I am done. And and I got so much crap for getting things wrong from yes. him mainly. It's I was trying nightmare. not
2: to give
4: you crap. I really was. I was that just, I bailed on it. Well, you nailed yeah. the whole Rutledge thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, that was a
0: big mess up <laughs> on my part.
4: But <laughs> when I lost the first time, I went down the shore that because it was on a Friday and it was in the summer, and I went down. The shore and I was shame. I, it was like when I was walking onto the beach, there was somebody <laughs> going shame, <laughs> shame, and I was like, I cannot believe.
3: I I'm, had my like,
2: crowns put on my head. Oh my
4: god. god! We should have a dance off
3: between you two. That's I would lose should, that that's too. We could Here's solve things. Kathy, after the second one, the second one. Let's I mean, focus concerned. on
5: what's important. <laughs>
4: Oh my gosh! I owe you a dinner Do in Bucks you? County.
2: Yeah, was it oh part in of Bucks it? County. That's yeah. right. Yeah, oh
0: you don't oh. want to spend a night with me.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, um, I'd rather. Here,
0: I got some more <laughs> Swedish uh, calls. I'm going to go to Dan. Hey, Dan. Good morning.
5: Good morning. I'm hydrating my blues. Oh, oh it right.
0: oh, must be nice God. and moist. It's it's very
11: so <laughs> yes. What's up, man? No, yeah, I was just going to follow up with. Uh, I think what Casey was saying that um, the Swedes established the uh, first uh, colony in the New World in Wilmington, Delaware.
0: Oh. The first colony in the New World was settled by the Swedes in in, uh, Delaware? Or perhaps the first colony in this area? The first Swedish colony. The first Swedish colony. okay. The
3: Swedes established the first Swedish colony.
0: Okay. I got you. Yeah, and it was
11: just down the river from where Philadelphia is. Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah, so there's definitely strong roots. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Another uh, uh, factoid. We're going to go to Jared. Hey, Jared, good morning. Good morning. What's up, man? Hey, um.
11: So what Nick was saying um, on Del Ave by 2nd is the Gloria Day Church. It's yes. called, also known as the Old Swedes Church.
9: Huh? And that's that's what you were referring yeah. to, Nick? And I think it's a National Historic um, Monument or, or a landmark, right?
11: It is. And actually, um, back in the day when I was in choir, we sang for the King of Sweden there.
9: Whoa. Oh, that's awesome. Did he just happen to be that there? Was, 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 cool. was it? He was going to church. Yeah,
11: that was pretty cool. Also, the is the oldest standing home in Philadelphia. It's I don't it, know where it is.
9: It's also the oldest church in Pennsylvania, Gloria Day.
0: How All about right. that? All All right. Right.
9: I love that history. Thanks, Jared.
0: Appreciate it, man. Well, oh, and in it. fact, here's some more, you of the, too. Uh, more of the Swedish ties. Uh, the blue and yellow colors on the uh, Philadelphia flag, the official flag of the city. Right. Commemorate the original Swedish colonization of Philadelphia. Bertha, oh. Bertha. Oh, son of a bitch.
4: And uh, if you recall from the song in A League of Their Own, there were Swedes in the uh, women's baseball. Yes.
12: Mm-hmm. We're the members of the All-American League. We come
5: from cities. going to... Here we go. We've we got seconds. Canadians. Woo!
0: Africans and Swedes. <laughs> the all American. Africans and, and Swedes.
9: Swedes. <laughs> that was worth it. Was it? Was it, yeah. <laughs> it was. I enjoyed it. Uh,
5: <laughs> Nobody Mom? knew.
9: Okay, hang on a second. Okay.
4: okay, yes, exactly. What about Swedish fish? What about them? <laughs> what about <laughs> them? I mean, is there anything I, really this is Swedish there
3: about their season, is it not? No, but is there anything Swedish about it? Uh, I, I think so. I think the company that started the um, that sort of thing, like the the gummy bear and that same sort of stuff... Uh, from what I understand, its origins are a Swedish
0: company. Yes. Yep. Developed it? by yeah. candy producer Malaco. Malaco. Not malaca. <laughs> Malacca. Malacas. No! Is it uh. Malaco? <laughs> He's into Malacas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the late 1950s for the U.S. market. So there you go. Uh, the rapper calls him a fat-free food. <laughs> and they're gluten-free.
2: They're gluten-free? Yeah.
0: I love. Do you fish. know there's no sugar in salt?
2: I absolutely love Swedish fish, but I never eat them because Jace doesn't like them. I hate them. Like, I wouldn't get them for I love myself. Them. Uh, I just don't I eat love gummy, gummy
3: candies anymore. Yeah, I hate no, gummy bears either. and Swedish fish and all. I can't stand If them. I'm going to do that,
0: I'm going to head down the chocolate route. Yeah, you know, yes. or something right. like that. That's a sane man talking. You guys yeah. ever have a Swedish fish water ice? From no, some, I hate uh, them. Ritas? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, those are good. Why
4: I, would I get something that's built on something I already hate? Have you guys tried the Florida orange water ice from Ritas yet? No. It is, I think, my opinion, it's hands down the best flavor they ever had. Okay. And uh, they don't have it enough. I think because it... You it, don't have it enough? They don't. Because they make it with real fruit. <laughs> Put the man on.
0: <laughs> you don't have that orange thing enough, and I don't like it. We're going to end this. Yeah. We're going to end it now. Make sure <laughs> they have it all the time. Uh, we have a number of other Swedish calls. Do you, you, you want to continue on this? I do have the Swedish corner? To, I can mention. Well, I don't know if it's the Swedish corner or not. We should get Antonina, our old Swedish right. intern, on. Uh, to talk she about spoke Sweet- she speaks Swedish. Yeah, she lives in Sweden. She speaks Swode. Um, <laughs> did you see that, uh, and I don't have the article because I just saw the news story earlier, but since we're talking about uh, some somewhat local things, Lancaster, Pennsylvania has been named one of the top places to retire in. I think it's number 5 on the I list. I heard that. I can see that. I think it has a, a a bit of a
3: slower pace. It is rustic and bucolic as they say, and it's uh it's it's just a, it's a nice it's a nice area. One
0: of the main reasons given was because of the uh the healthcare availabilities. Right. In Lancaster County. I didn't know that. What or about Lancaster, taxes? Pennsylvania.
9: Our, uh, they know. got them. Our next-door neighbors retired there um, because they were able to sell this. Uh, the written neighbors growing up, they lived in Paoli, and they were able to sell their home in Paoli, buy a house in uh, Lancaster that was much nicer than the one I had in Paoli. The dollar goes a lot
0: farther, and they have loved retirement there. Okay. I think it, I think it's a lovely area. It is. I've nice. been there in a long time. It's beautiful country yeah. on the way out there. It's but a I, nice d- town. I don't know much about Lancaster, the, the town itself. I've been to the, the little outlet places there. I've never been to Dutch Wonderland. No, you're not missing I'll anything. I'll tell you really. what, their strip clubs are a little more conservative. Oh okay. Right. They don't really well, no, They zippers. take their it jackets all off. time. It takes a little time with all the buttons they have <laughs> to <laughs> I'm going to take my coat off now. Woo! Yeah. yeah,
3: that's it. And on the center pole being very modest is Griselda <laughs> <Grisella>. <laughs> She's going to take her bonnet off and
0: then go make us some scrap. That'd be tough because they'd all be wearing the exact exactly. same thing you know uh-huh. like there's no flair at all <laughs> right uh, in that but um, <laughs> no so if if the Swedes were mainly in the Philly area and you had the pencil you had the Dutch, well, uh, the Pennsylvania Dutch are German. Okay, so yeah. the, the, the yes. German they and were, the they were Deutsch.
9: Delaware Dutch are Asian. Oh. Pennsylvania did, Dutch is not Dutch. They're not from the uh, Netherlands.
0: So did they get that moniker because they were they were from Deutschland yeah. and people were just they they, they got, got anglicized stupid. and they got anglicized into Dutch. Yeah, yeah, it has nothing to do okay. with the uh, Netherlands. Okay, you
4: guys, ever have a cake uh, cooked in a Dutch oven? Cake cooked in a Dutch oven. It's not a joke. I
3: know.
5: It's, <laughs> I like, it's There's um, a fart joke coming here. <laughs> no, so no. is
4: that
3: is that a is that a a, a stone a, like a? Uh... No,
4: it's basically just like a cast iron pot that they put With a, a lid, lid. on. <sighs> yeah. Huh. Uh, and how is it? it well, I, when I was in the Grand Canyon, that's what they made first for dessert. Um, it get, was, get ready for good eat. <laughs> it, it, yeah. dude. It was. I could not believe how well we ate. This is
5: incredible. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We were there for for eight days without, you know, a cell service or anything like that. And and even on night seven with a steak dinner and a Dutch oven cake, it was unbelievable. It looks good. We're looking
3: at something that looks, is this what you ate? Is this approximating what you ate, Casey? It's a picture of something that looks kind of
4: like a flattened blueberry muffin. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Uh,
0: By the way, so uh, while Lancaster was the only Pennsylvania area to crack last year's top 25, Seven Pennsylvania areas placed this year. This is places to retire, okay. uh, according to uh, the U.S. News and World Report. Old Fart Magazine. <laughs> largely due to accessibility of high-quality health care facilities. Well, there you go. Among them, uh, Lancaster held uh, steady at number five, but Allentown catapulted 29 spots to take number 11 How on How the Texas hell did that happen? To been? retire. Wow. Yeah. I thought they were tearing all the factories down. <laughs> no. Well, maybe
4: that's why they got room.
0: Well, they took all the coal from the ground. That's right, I remember. Yeah. You, know.
4: you guys um, ever... Retire? <laughs> no, but you are you thinking about it? Like, do, do you are those in your
3: plans at all? Not yet? really. Yeah. No, uh, I, I want to keep. Retire? I, I want to drop dead working.
4: No, no, not pl- not. I want reti- to drop dead working. <laughs> I should rephrase. Places to retire. You oh know? yes,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've uh, Bella we we've, we've talked about the. Um, the snowbird phenomenon, which is a winter place in a southern mm-hmm. area of Florida. Do you is think mainly. you do that? Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Because, well, listen, the I think out of the top ten, like five of the places south were in Florida. Right. We're flat out what in Florida. What about Arizona? Sarasota, Naples, and Daytona Beach were the top three. And then Melbourne is number four, uh, Florida as well. And then Tampa Montana is number Beach? six. Fort Myers is seventh. And Pensacola is number ten. Flagler
3: on there because Flagler is where my grandparents they retired two okay. years ago. Flagler, Flagler is not
4: on this list okay. in the top ten anyway. It's probably in there somewhere.
3: Uh, in Arizona, you'd be looking at Scottsdale as a big retirement yeah. community. I Absolutely. enjoyed
4: uh, when I was in the Coachella Valley. That's, I really enjoyed that, and I think that Palm would be Springs. A, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Palm Springs is really. Expensive and and for yeah. me would be cost prohibitive, but there are other areas of food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could, uh, but there are other areas like La Quinta and some er, uh, right. other areas around that area.
0: Hey, I want to bring this all back okay. in. I want, I want all this yes. conversation to come back in. <laughs> Rochelle just texted me when we had uh, five Swedish guys in their twenties come and stay with us yeah. a couple of years ago. They made Rochelle take them to Lancaster. What? So they wanted to see the Amish.
2: That's right. They wanted to see the Amish. And what was their reaction? They thought it was cool. Yeah.
0: They wanted to go to, like, you know, ball in hand. They wanted to go to blue ball. Right. And they wanted to see that and take pictures and do that stuff. Yeah, not ball in hand. Yeah. (laughs) Balls in hand. Nut in sack. (laughs) Bung hole.
5: (laughs) Nut in sack.
0: (laughs) Nut in sack. There needs to be a place. Uh, but, yeah, so the Swedes wanted to go to Lancaster. I don't know why, but they did, and, and she took them out there. Maybe it's because of this little factoid Marissa's told me is that Lancaster has two Waffle Houses. What? Two? Oh. I know.
5: That's why. Both sides I gotta, of the town?
9: No. I got to get to
0: my local Waffle right House. They're right next to each <laughs> other. On the east side of the town,
9: you can get MMR. Yeah. On the west side of the town, you can't. Oh, really? Yeah, the yeah. reception dies at Lancaster. It's weird. That's hey, Samuel's Waffle House. Don't go there.
4: I hate to break this to you, Preston, but it only has one Waffle House. That's uh,
0: That's the letter A and not a two. Oh, I thought it says. Oh, uh. oh, it has one waffle. Oh, that's oh, an A. Yeah. Marissa's A's look like a two. Uh, <laughs> Wait, me. let me see. And that hmm. looks oh, like a two. That is
2: a two.
0: I'm showing the camera. If you're watching, yeah, that this looks on like YouTube.
3: a two. Yeah, that's uh, YouTube yeah. right now. Yeah. You
0: can see that looks like Lancaster has two Waffle House. <laughs> All right. So anyway, waffle high. High. Uh, there is one in I think Bethlehem, Ice. 100%. where Jesus was born. Where is it? <laughs> waffle, waffle, waffle heist, heist. It's two houses. <laughs> waffle heist. Did yeah, I like say that? No, 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 no. no, you said houses, but it's heist. Right, like the... it's not mouses. Right, it's, it's
6: mice. mice. Right. <laughs> we going. Oh, oh my god, we gotta take a break.
0: Guys. Not yet. The other places in Pennsylvania that uh, U.S. News and World Report says would be great for retirement, uh, and they go in order here. Thirteen is Harrisburg. Okay, fifteen is Reading. Really. I hear things about Reading that ain't so good. Sort of seedy. I've well, been to Reading, but no, no it's
2: like any other yeah. city. Like well, maybe in-
0: if you're tired of living, Marissa.
2: Reading is
13: like uh, Bethlehem, where they're coming around. They've reached oh, the really? center okay. of town and
3: all.
5: Yeah, well,
2: My, my sister be... in law grew up there. She she grew up in a suburban area that yeah. was that was nice. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? I think it's like any. It's just a smaller city. But if you go into the city, it's not as great. You've been into
9: yeah. so so Wyoming, uh, which is yeah. right next to Reading. Wyoming is really nice. Yeah. yeah. So Reading, with the outlets
3: and everything, for the long, they were having a bit of a of a um of a crime issue. How's is well that the outlets been
9: to... closed forever?
0: Okay. Yeah. There's no outlets in Reading. Shutting all the
3: outlets down. Yeah.
0: Number seventeen is York, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Number twenty,
5: Philadelphia.
0: (laughs) Top twenty of places to retire. That's interesting. Uh, And then number twenty-nine is Pittsburgh. Ah, Suck on that, (laughs) Yinzers. Suck on that. What Yinzers? All right. Anyhow, uh, this
9: take a five minute break. I think that's a brilliant (laughs) idea. I think we need to.
0: Because we talked about a lot of stuff here, and we need to stay on time because we have another $500 to give away. Yes, we do. MMR Money Clip is coming up when we return, as well as a Bizarre File, so stay there. We'll be right back. Hey, gang, it's time for the Preston and Steve Camp Out for Hunger, benefiting Phil Abundance. Now this year, it's quite a bit earlier than usual.
3: It all starts Monday, November 1st at Xfinity Live inside the
0: Wells Fargo Center Complex. And while there will be some standing room-only spots in the Bimbo Bakery's USA broadcast tent, we are again emphasizing cash donations both at WMMR.com and at the register at your local Acme Market. Non-perishable food items can still be donated at our drive- through drop-off, fueled by Pepsi. Camp Out is not possible without the generosity of you and our partners.
6: Comcast Spectacor, in the Philadelphia Flyers, White Horse RV Center, Keen Compressed Gas, Wispis Bank, Xfinity from Comcast, and Mayfair Fence.
7: Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first.
0: Alright, it's time for it.
7: 93.3 WMMR. It's time for an MMR Money Clip. Shut the f up! Now, here's your money clip
0: keyword. All right, the word is interview. I-N-T-E-R-V-I-E-W. We'll give you until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. There are three ways to do it. Uh, you can text the word interview to our special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, just enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So, once again, the word is interview. Good luck to you. Now, Desire.
1: WMMR presents
0: Kristen and Steve's Bizarre oh Brought to you this morning by the iconic Lorenzo & Sons Pizza, a Philadelphia staple with locations in Westchester and in Xfinity Live and in live casino and hotel Philadelphia. Visit LorenzosWestchester.com. All right, this is disturbing. Oh, boy. A former Massachusetts college professor has pleaded guilty to subjecting a colleague to a four-hour torture session on Christmas Eve. What? During which he allegedly severely beat the victim with a rock, a fire poker, and a and garden shears. Huh? What happened to watching the Yule log? Uh, prosecutors announced this on Friday. Ri Hachiyangi Hachi, uh, Hachi Yanagi, uh, a former art professor at Mount uh, Holyoke College pleaded guilty to charges of three counts of armed assault with intent to murder a person over 60, three counts of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, and one count each of home invasion. How's that time of year again when I beat up my submissive? Uh, Hachiyanagi knocked on the door of Lauret Savoy's home, claiming to be in need of emotional support over a breakup on the evening of December twenty fourth, 2019. When Savoy let her in, uh, Hachi Anagi uh, attacked her, Jeez. bludgeoned her with a rock, a fire poker, and pruning shears, all while taunting her in a four-hour torture session until the victim finally managed to convince her to summon help. The attack is said to a less Savoy with long-lasting emotional trauma and severe physical trauma, some of which is permanent. What a demon. Uh, according uh, to the victim, she said, this is the definition of torture. Four hours I experienced literal torture of my body and mind not knowing if I would survive the next minute, yet needing to some way to find some way to save my life. The emotional, physical, financial, and professional impacts of this crime have been huge, and they continue. Now the defendant's violation of me is becoming part of a public persona that I did not choose. She has invaded my privacy, my career, my life. Uh, the judge has set a sentencing hearing for October 20th, by That's the way. incredible. Life. Yeah. A prosecutor has charged a Jefferson City, Missouri woman after she allegedly... Ran onto a football field naked in front of a group of 8th graders practicing football. Uh, Lacey Youth is charged with sexual misconduct. Uh, Youth is accused of jumping over the Helias football stadium fence and running onto the field in front of twenty nine eighth graders wearing only a scarf. Is it possible, though, she's an innovator in the world of cheerleading? Maybe. Uh, What I was thinking of immediately was, thank you, God. (laughs) Although I saw the picture of her. No, thank you, God. No, No, thanks. Uh, So when the the incident incident occurred, the students uh, on the field were part of a youth program that is not affiliated with the school. The team had permission (laughs) to use the field. Uh, Youth told an officer she reportedly ingested heroin and then left her residence naked and looked for help because she thought she would die. Uh, Youth was taken to the hospital where she was evaluated. She is being held on no bond in the county jail. How did her life get like this when she clearly knows how to style hair? Uh, She has (laughs) really big red-orange hair. It looks messed up. Imagine seeing this at an airport on September 19th. In the early morning, a woman walked around naked inside Denver International Airport near Gate A37. Denver police say that she apparently... She appeared, I'm sorry... Uh, to be carrying some kind of water bottle as she wandered around and then quickly intervened and attempted to get her to uh, cover or they, they and and, and right. attempted to intervene and attempted to get her to cover up. Video footage shows her laughing at police and then skipping away naked. tra la 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 She asks bystanders, how are you doing? Where are you from? Paramedics are called. The woman was taken to a nearby hospital for treatment. Authorities believe the woman was experiencing a mental issue at yeah, the time. Yeah, totally. Uh, This is Out of the Ordinary. An Australian wool farmer said a lamb from his family's flock will now become a family pet due to its extra leg. Sam Kirshner said that he was taking a break from shearing recently when his father noticed one of the lambs in the pen had five legs. What the? He said the situation was made stranger by the fact that the animal's fifth leg is protruding from the back of its head. Oh, Kirshner's, Kirshner's... That is awesome. Uh, says it's a fully formed leg. There's a bone and joints. It's even got a sort of hoof on the end of it and seems to be attached to the sheep just through the skin or flesh rather than a bone joint. It's weird how that stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, the farmers say when the sheep is old enough to wean off its mother, they'll take it home and keep it as a pet. That's what they're looking to do. <laughs> Why does it always happen with sheep? I don't know. They always have yeah know, uh, mutations. Like five heads. Three buttholes. A pub worker will struggle to live down his disastrous few minutes on the job after a keg of beer erupted all over his car himself and a nearby woman. The video of this is hilarious. He's got a hatchback, okay? Oh, no. So there's, it shows no. him uh, unlo- or loading the keg into the back of the vehicle before something goes drastically wrong <laughs> and the amber li- liquid just explodes in all directions and it won't stop. So he grabs the erupting keg and desperately hauls it on the pavement. As he is blasted in the face with froth, a shocked woman in a dress watched in horror as the inside of the vehicle was soaked. uh, But soon she, too, was drenched by the fountain of booze. Wow. Commenters said uh, in the video that uh, it was taken in a car park uh, of the Indian Ocean Brewery in Perth's north. Viewers lamented as about 88 imperial pints flowed like a river through the car of the brewery. Did they have any idea what caused it? Uh, here, we have a video. See if you can get that to run. I want you guys to see this. It's the best. While it's not known what caused the keg to burst, commenters suggested the person most likely left the coupler on. Uh-huh. A keg coupler attaches to the top of the barrel opening, yeah, a uh, the valve, and <laughs> allowing the brew to be pumped out through a CO2 uh, compression gas line, eventually ending up flowing from the beer tap. But uh-huh. in this case, it appears the coupler... Uh, was left on, accidentally opened while it was being moved in the vehicle. So you'll have to see the video to, to see what it's all about. Uh, and then we'll do... Uh, no, we got to wrap it up there. Ah. Is that bad or not? Uh. All right, that's the final story. Uh, it was good, though. Uh, we do have about six minutes left, uh, maybe seven, uh, for you to enter the word for the money clip and a chance to win $500. And the word is interview. So get to it now. I n t e r v i e w interview is we already had a $500 winner just yeah. earlier enter this now let's see if come you on. end up winning okay it is the MMR it gonna be? money clip so we'll take a break and we'll come back in a minute boy yes or no stay with us we'll be right back preston and steve
6: their name is their address uh, on on the web preston
0: Stevensinger.com.
6: Now, back with more
0: of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 20 minutes after 10 o'clock, the Preston and Steve Show. And uh, we have a lesson question we're going to ask him. We're going to give away, for the correct answer, a $50 Metro Diner gift card. And the question I have for you, one that was not too long ago. When does a pond become a lake? Uh. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know that answer. All right. When does a pond become a lake? You had to have heard it just a few minutes ago. All right. Like less than an hour ago. 215-263-WMMR. While you call for your answer, we'll do this.
1: The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
0: Hi, it's brought to you by Monster Mania. Meet the biggest names in horror this weekend at Monster Mania Con 48 at Oaks, PA, with Christina Ricci, uh, Michael Myers' reunion, and more, Monster Mania at... You can go to more at monstermania.net I'm going to fix that yes what's going on Steve well the Duchess of Cambridge Kate
3: Middleton recently attended a children's charity event wearing a green coat husband Prince William once famously criticized as being too bright Kate was apparently able to change William's mind by reminding him that she's totally hot while he looks like a thumb.
5: <laughs>
3: Conor McGregor allegedly attacked a famous DJ while at a club in Rome. Apparently, DJ Francesco Facionetti Fe- refused McGregor's multiple requests to play Kokomo. Oh, man. Hey. <laughs>
4: and finally, words.
3: he just wanted to play Kokomo. <laughs> and finally, Kanye West has legally changed his name to Yee. The process did hit one brief snag when Wes briefly considered changing
0: his name to Chad Dippelflicker. <laughs> <laughs> that's your holiday trip. IT uh, we'll see if you know the answer to this question. When does a pond become a lake? And I will go to Paul searching for the answer here. Hey, Paul, good morning. Good welcome. Good welcome. Good, well- good you welcome. <laughs> All right. Uh, what does a when does a pond become a lake, Paul? March. Yes. Good. Second, Paul. Uh, we're gonna say you over the $50 Metro Diner gift card. You can find all the flavor of Metro Diner's newest herb roasted chicken, a bone in half chicken, marinated fresh daily in a blend of special herbs and spices, and oven roasted to tender perfection. you can enjoy it today. Order online at Metrodiner.com. Now, Preston and Steve's music news
1: on 933
0: wmmr Velociraptor. <laughs> Brought to you this morning by Liberty Safes in New Jersey. Uh, Liberty Safes in New Jersey carries the largest selection of safes in the area. Shop Liberty Safes of New Jersey in Mount Laurel and Bordentown or online at libertysafesnj.com. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has rolled out its list of inductors and performers for the 2021 induction ceremony later this month. Uh, the 36th Annual Induction Ceremony is set for October 30th at Cleveland's Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse and will be simulcast and aired on H- at a later date on HBO. Uh, the ceremony honors this year inductees, this year's inductees, which would be Tina Turner, Carol King, The Go-Go's, Jay-Z, Foo Fighters, and Todd Rundgren in the performer category, along with Kraftwerk, Charlie Patton, and Gil Scott-Heron for early influence. LL Cool J, Billy Preston, and Randy Rose for musical excellence. Huh. And Clarence Avant for the Ahmet Artigan Award. Uh, the initial lineup of the inductors and performers are uh, Foo Fighters are being inducted by Paul McCartney. Well, that's excellent. Isn't that great? That
3: is very cool. What an honor.
0: Uh, Angela Bassett will induct Tina Turner. Well, she played uh, Tina Turner. With performances by Christina Aguilera, Mickey Guyton, her, and Brian Adams. Uh, Taylor Swift will induct Carol King with performances by Taylor Swift and Jennifer Hudson. That's appropriate. Uh, This is interesting. The Go-Go's are being inducted by Drew Barrymore. By Drew Barrymore? (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes you get a non-musical entity. Right. Uh, But I would have thought maybe a a musician would have inducted the Go-Go's.
2: I wonder if they chose her.
0: Uh, you know what? No. I found out that they don't do that. They don't get to choose. Yeah, from what I understand. Huh. Uh, well, but a lot of times the people who do the
3: induction are fans, are hardcore fans. Like Yeah, uh, they usually pick somebody yeah, who's
0: who's got a who's uh,
3: voiced a um, you know, an admiration.
0: Uh and then for the Ahmed Erdogan Award, uh Clarence Avant will be inducted by Lionel Richie. So, uh, we have that to look forward to. That's I haven't seen one place.
3: of these awards in, uh, in in a. I mean, I have the past couple of years, I haven't seen the uh, the big celebration, the special that they do. I always end up missing it.
0: Yeah, it usually airs on HBO. HBO? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I try to catch them. Yeah. They're, they're usually great, even going into it where I'm like, eh, I don't know. And then by the end of the thing, you're going, wow. Yeah, these guys are all great. So I just love cool. that scene in uh, Pick of Destiny. Where they're at the sorority house, yeah. and she's like, <laughs> these guys
4: are being conducted into the Rock and Roll History Museum.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, this is messed up in San Francisco. One person died. Two others were injured in separate falls from upper-level seating during a concert at the Chase Center in San Francisco on Sunday night featuring the band Fish, Casey. yeah. yeah. Uh, The police were alerted to a person in need of a medical assistance around 8.55. When officers arrived, they found a man who was suffering from injuries caused by a possible fall. And the victim succumbed to his injuries and was declared deceased right there on the spot. That is effed up two people? Yeah. Yeah, well, well, three
4: total, one. And and so I read about this last night.
0: Okay, so a witness said the man fell into seats in Section 116 at the arena. The fall happened during the first set of the band's two-set performance. Uh, according to a concert goer, Richard Langston, he said, We felt this thud. It was a remarkable thud. Uh, one of my friends said, Is that an earthquake? And the other guy said, I think someone fell. And I saw a man's body shirtless draped over a seat. Oh, jeez! Less than an hour later, at about 945, officers and medics responded to another fall at the arena. In that incident, an adult male fell from Section 214 onto another man below. Both were taken to the hospital for life, non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, according to a witness, they said he clearly missed a step and wasn't holding on to that handrail oh. and just kept going. According to officers, there were no signs of any criminal violation associated with the incident.
4: Wow. Okay, that is terrible. When we, I was at the Phillies game this summer, and uh, there was a dude who, who face-planted down the steps. And it was the same exact thing. He just he missed a step, and um, he came really, really close to kind of going to the edge. Uh, well, not the edge, luckily, but there was a... Um, like a tunnel, yeah, top, you know, and, right. and and my brother actually caught him. He was sitting on the on the oh, edge. Oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. I, I get that you don't want to obscure, you know, the field and everything, but they the rails have to be, you know, safer, up a little bit higher,
4: right? Yeah, I, I, I I'm, you know, it's a newer. I don't know. Hell, hell. It's a newer center, and sometimes they have, uh, like, a, like at the Wells Fargo Center, they just have glass, right? yeah, a glass partition, jagged, broken <laughs> pieces of glass. I think it's tempered. I don't think oh, it's yeah. jagged. That would be a, this is a terrible design flaw here. Yeah, guys. this jagged glass.
0: It, it, well, why did you install that? Let's just put up spikes yeah. instead. Concert goers question whether railings in place are tall enough to keep someone from falling. Yeah. Uh, they weren't really... This is according to a, uh, a witness who said... Uh, they weren't really designed for an event where everyone is up and dancing... Yeah. And there's a whole lot of drug use. Uh, my buddy was like, I don't go out there because I'm 6'4". And I'm scared of falling over the railing. On a statement released on Monday... A Chase Center spokesperson said that the venue was working with authorities to determine what happened and would defer questions about the incident to the San Francisco Police Department. Would
3: it be too much to have everyone who attends in that level to attach two safety straps?
0: Mm, I think might be able to get to it. By the way, we just played uh, Taking Back from Jack White. Uh, First new solo music in nearly four years. It arrived yesterday paired with a gentler version titled Taking Me Back Gently. Uh, the original track can also be heard in the Just Unveiled video game trailer for Activision's upcoming Call of Duty Vanguard game. And then one final story, uh, guitarist Dave Nirvano and Billy Morrison and an all-star band are gearing up for the third Above Ground Benefit concert December 20th at the Fonda Theater in Hollywood, California. Uh, after sitting out 2020 because of COVID, uh, Navarro and Morrison will be joined by a group of special guests, including... Billy Idol, Perry Farrell, Corey Taylor, Taylor Hawkins, Mark McGrath, Steve Stevens, and others to be announced in the coming weeks. Uh, Tickets will go on sale this Friday, by the way. There are all these random, like, supergroups forming lately,
9: Mm -hmm. and Navarro seems to be at the center of a lot of them. So does Taylor Hawkins. A bunch of those guys were playing with Eddie Vedder and Chad Smith at this Ohana Fest that happened a couple of weeks ago. It's
0: cool. I love seeing it. All right, and that's it. That's uh, what I have in music news for you. Uh, and apparently Kelly wants to tell us something. Kelly wants to tell us something? Yeah, I think so. Is this, is this Kelly?
12: Yes.
0: Hi. Hi. What, what did you want to tell us?
8: I just won $500. How about that?
0: Kelly, now you didn't explain how you won $500. Did somebody just walk, randomly walk up to you and give you $500 and say congratulations?
8: Um, No, you guys sent out uh, words, and Mm -hmm. I put it in my phone, and I just got a call from you guys. How about that? that? That's how this whole thing
3: works. That's amazing. That's how
0: easy it is.
8: (laughs) Kelly, where are you from? I'm from Lindenwald, New Jersey.
0: All right, and uh, you've been a longtime MMR fan?
8: I am. Actually, my boyfriend's been longer, and he got me into it, and um, I enjoy you guys every morning on my way to work. Awesome. And I appreciate the $500. You're going <laughs> to give him
0: a $250 cut because you turned on MMR? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do that.
8: I'm hoping he's at launch and not <laughs> listening right now oh, yeah. and realizes me yeah. so yep. that I can just
12: take it, no cut yes. for smart. him and all of him. It for me.
9: Yes, yes. smart,
12: Kelly.
0: Uh, all right, Kelly, we love you. Thanks for listening to MMR. Congratulations.
12: Yay! Thank you very much. Have a great day.
0: All right, you too. How about that? There's still uh, several more chances for you to win today. The next one will be with Pierre Robert in about an hour and a half from right now, so we don't want you to miss that. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second and get ready to wrap it up and turn it over to the man. So make sure you hang in there with us.
6: What's new? Glad you asked. Ghost. It's a
5: hunter's moon.
6: Caesar. Turn style
7: yeah! new music more of everything that
8: rocks on 93.3 WMMR
0: the Tuesday morning of which has just been beautiful to look at from the inside I can't wait to get out and experience it a little bit on the cooler side but looks very pleasant with all the sunshine we're going up to about 68 degrees man that's right in the sweet spot 75 tomorrow, 77 on Thursday, not seeing any rain. That's awesome. Uh, 71 on Friday, maybe some showers on Saturday, so a heads up on that. Just uh, take a glance at uh, your local weather forecast, see if that's going to affect you, if you do have any weekend plans. Um, Let me see. You know what? The only uh, people I have to thank is, is you. Yeah. Dear friend of the Preston and Steve Show for listening and texting in and calling and uh, maybe winning money. We've had a few winners this morning, and we still have more winning to do uh, because it's Tattoos Day. So I guess we're working on getting a winner for that. Are you saying the winning's just beginning? The winning is just beginning, actually. Uh, no, do we have a... Yeah, Connor's now? on the phone okay, we're getting trying there right to get now. a hold of our Tattoos Day. All right, well, we'll, we'll cover that in a minute. Pierre is here with us this morning. Good, Good day. day, sir. It's all of what
10: you said outside. It's oh, that nice. crisp, clean, nice. beautiful fall thing that... Mm. It's uh it's so vibrant, it's wonderful. you yeah. do feel invigorated when it happens. You do, you do
3: sun, a little bit of a chill, you, you know you put on a coat, but yet the sun is down on your face, and life
10: is good a little Captain Kirk in there,
0: yeah, absolutely to yeah. yeah Well, you're wearing your uh Star Trek shirt. and today. I am
10: wearing uh, turntable. It's a Star Trek turntable. Brent Porsche gave me this.
0: I like it's that. It's quite
10: ingenious.
0: It looks like a map of the solar system, but at the center is the Enterprise. Right. Uh, and uh, there's a, there but a it looks needle? like a turntable with a, uh, with yeah, a needle in a, in a, needle a hand. For the turntable. That's cool, man. Live long and prosper sign in the corner. I like yeah. offbeat stuff like that where you have to kind of look at it and go, oh, that's what that is, you know? Yeah, Instead of cool. sure that just says, I like Star Trek.
10: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit that more too. cryptic. Well, uh, I, this is more cryptic. Yes. It's going for the deeper thing. Deep, man. And you like to go deep. <laughs> <laughs> or so I've read. Yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just move on.
0: All right.
1: You know, I think it's time
10: for the letter.
0: <laughs> I, how about
1: that? Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. <laughs>
5: All
0: right, the Preston and
5: Steve show
0: <laughs> brought to you today by the letter. Uh, You. As in understanding. All right. And we have two letters, three more to go, and a $500 prize from Ashley Home Store. A proud partner of the press and Steve Campout for Hunger, benefiting Phil Abundance, now less than two weeks away. And you can shop their 11 area locations or online at ashleyfurniture.com today. So on this fine day, on this wonderful, wonderful weather day, what do we have planned?
10: We'll have, uh, well, we're kind of all over the musical map. Mm. We've got Elvis Costello tickets to give away uh, for the Met this Sunday, which will be cool. Uh, We've got workforce blocks of everything from the Struts to the Kinks, to Five Finger Death Punch. Uh, so <laughs> we really are all over the musical map. And uh, two more opportunities, noon and two, for some money. And this is the last week of our MMR part of the money contest. So uh, many more opportunities exist if you haven't won yet. But um, two more with me, two more with Jackson at 4 and 6, one with um, Bam Bam at 8 p.m. So many more opportunities today and throughout the week. But... Uh, we're getting towards the end of this series of money contests.
0: Yep, so um, make sure you're paying attention. Yeah. Um, all right, I guess we will thank our sponsors. President and Steve Show is brought to you by, what do we have here? Dunga Donuts, uh, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Also, uh, Acme, you can download the Acme app to see your all new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. And also Wilmington University. Ready to make a move? Wilm you works online or in person. You can learn more at wilmu.edu. Tomorrow, a Wednesday, Fox Good Day, we'll do that. Um, one of my favorite people, Tom Papa. Tom Papa's great. Will be on the show. And one of Nick's favorite, actually, all these people are our favorites. Danica McKellar will be joining us too. So that's going to be a nice day tomorrow. All right, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Go deep.
13: (laughs) You know when you order a new video game?